We Speak English Good has expanded to WSEG-TV. That's right. You can find us on Twitch every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Join us as we interview guests, we do live loops, and sometimes we have in-studio performances. Tune in at twitch.tv slash we speak English good. Also, go check out our sponsor, modedstudios.com. M-O-D-E-D-S-T-U-D-I-O-S.com. Moded Studios has all your favorite patches and apparel. Go check them out. Some of the hottest sellers are the Wu-Tang patches. Get a Wu-Tang patch that represents your country, your sports team, or just your favorite design. ModedStudios.com. Now on with the show.
that was today's guest mary cross with her latest single promise catch the video premiere this friday january 15th 2021 Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is Mary Cross. Mary is a soul songstress out of Candom, 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 Candom. Oh my gosh, Can, Candom. I don't. Oh my. I, I swear I've been there before. I've been the Can, Candom, Can, Candom. Oh wow, we speak English good indeed. She's from New Jersey, and she's on the show today. and And I, I, I had such a wonderful conversation with her. She's very funny, very intelligent, and so talented. And she just has a beautiful, velvety voice that I just, I just love. Uh, you guys didn't hear any of this, but at the beginning of the show on the live stream on Twitch. One of our community members was like, hey, shut up. Can we just hear that song again? Because at the beginning of the live streams, I'll play like some of the songs from our, our the, the guest of the day. And I was playing Promise. And <laughs> one of our community members here on Twitch said, uh, hey, uh, can you can you blast that and stop talking? Because <laughs> I was talking over it and. So I did. We blasted it. So uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that song at the top of the show. That is Mary's latest single called Promise. It is available now anywhere you stream your music. The video premiere for that song is this Friday, January 15th. And you'll find that uh, on YouTube, I believe. is That's the place it's dropping. But I put her website in the show notes and you'll be able to find the video from there i'll also update uh with a youtube link when a video drops so if it happens to be friday and you're listening to this check the show notes it probably showed up there so you can go and watch that video premiere We'll get to Mary in just a few, but first go to rainamystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com. Go check out her latest single called Stew. Also, she streams three days a week on Twitch, Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and on Saturdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can also go and uh, follow her up on social medias and all that good stuff. Go get yourself some Raina. You can also find We Speak English Good on Twitch Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're having a blast over there, folks, and I want you to come and enjoy the blast. <laughs> come get in the blast range. You're, you're going to love it. Um, there's just so much more content that you guys are missing now over there on the stream. Uh, if you enjoy this show and you want more content, please go over there. You're missing so many cool things. We got live loops. We got live music streams. And this is besides the interviews, the, the live interviews in which you get to partake and ask questions and, and be a part of the conversation and even direct the conversation to where you want to go, which I think is so amazing. It's so much fun. Uh, I, I, we're having a blast over there. So please do come through to the Twitch uh, channel, and that's twitch.tv slash 
We Speak English Good. And, and come subscribe. It, it, it helps the podcast. It helps the Twitch channel. It helps us in so many ways when you show your support. And I don't usually ask for support. So please do go over there and, and sub or just follow. It doesn't matter. Your time is wonderful too. All right, guys. Uh, uh, what, what else do we got on the docket? Oh, yeah. Go like, subscribe, and review. Go like us on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, what else? Oh, my God. There's just so many. Twitter, Snapchat, Discord. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. Uh, <laughs> it really is. It's, it's, it's crazy. Uh, someone asked me the other day on Facebook, is like, do you ever burn out? I'm just like, yeah, all the time. I'm always burning out. But this is like my only job right now. We're in a pandemic. What the fuck else am I doing? <laughs> Anyways, go and like us on uh, all the social medias. You can, uh, you can subscribe on Apple iTunes. You can subscribe on YouTube. You can subscribe on uh, Twitch. All those things are subscribable. Or wherever you get your podcast, please follow or like or subscribe our uh, uh, the podcast feed so you can stay up to date what's going on. And you can also leave a review. I really appreciate when people leave a review because it helps us to be found. Uh, it makes our findability go up a bit. And uh, and I always love reading them. And I'll read them on air if you want. Uh, if you go to your Apple iTunes. Go to Apple iTunes. You can leave a written review there. Anywhere you can leave a review, it helps the show. So please do do that. Much appreciated. Much love. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, what else we got? Uh, so let's see. This Friday, we're having... Matt Suarez, uh, we're having Orchestereo, who we just released, Geico Music, who is an upcoming release, and Big Chili Chill, which we just released. All four of those, <laughs> those motherfuckers are going to be on the show all at once. That's this Friday live on the Twitch stream. Please come through, hang out. Also, directly following the interview, we're going to be uh, picking back up with Cypher deluxe that's right if you are interested in spitting a hot 16 please come through and hang out we're gonna be doing uh some uh, 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 live uh if you got like uh, you know 16 bars you want to rap or if you got a song you want to sing or if you got a song you want to play whatever it is we're opening up the discord to our community and we're going to broadcast it live on twitch so you guys can get a chance to perform and show the talents of the community i'm super excited for this to get this back going and uh, i hope you guys can make it out so please do come through this friday live on twitch starting at 3 p.m eastern standard time we got a lot of amazing shows coming up this month so please do stay up to date at uh, wespeakenglishgood.com and of course uh, all the social medias which you can find in the show notes okay folks that's my whole thing let's jump on over to mary cross who is uh, was just uh, again just lovely just absolutely lovely funny as all hell and uh you know she she had some she had some things to say and i appreciate that so let's put your hands together and uh give some love to our friend mary cross We were fiddling around with technology and uh, at the beginning of this, and, and it made me wonder, you know, like everybody's sort of on the, on a spectrum when it comes to tech. And mm -hmm. um, with the, the dawn of the pandemic and sort of this forced uh, 
uh, you know, this forced isolation where technology yeah. has become very vital to communication. Uh, mm-hmm. how, how, where were you on that spectrum of technology at the beginning of this? And, and have you had to sort of have a crash course or have you sort of... Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes, I do have to have a crash course. But before we get into that, I was really messed up because um, we had so many different gigs planned. They were fabulous gigs. One was going to be at the aquarium uh, with 200 dignitaries uh, uh. for the city of Camden mayor's office. Um, I was just amazing, just great stuff lined up. And then this thing hit. And so I thought it'll be over in a couple of weeks, couple months. Well, that's what they kept saying, right? They kept saying two weeks, two weeks, two weeks, everybody. (laughs) Come on, you guys can do this. It's not going to get worse. And then as time progressed, I was like, wait a minute, this is really, really bad. So uh, yeah, so that that was deep. And then in regard to um, technology, I'm still learning how to really maneuver Instagram um, mm. with the help of friends and millennials because they are like the bomb when it comes to understanding technology. Right. So with Twitter and the Instagram, Twitter's not as bad, but uh, my publicist kind of helps me with that. But the uh, Instagram, I really had no clue how to use that. I still am trying to figure out about adding or inserting videos because I, I might put a couple of words and type something or put something up. But overall, I, I'm not... I'm not good with that, but right. I'm working on it. And, and that's all that matters. That's all that matters because, exactly. because I mean, there's some people out there who are just sitting there like, I don't know. I'm just going to sit here and I, I'll just continue to watch my cable because that's. Right, exactly. That, and Netflix, right? And, Netflix like, and chill. Yeah. That's getting old. I'm going to tell you. That right there, <laughs> I, am not to, I am not trying to sit at Netflix and chill, man. I want to do something. Yeah. Oh my God. This is crazy. It's been right. over a year. Well, you might as well say almost a year. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we're coming up on a year, and and yeah. we're still being told that Netflix and chill. Um, what uh, I know, you're saying that you had a, a lot planned with your band and, and the gigs yeah. coming up. Uh, what? How? How was? How did the pandemic affect you? Um, um personally, when when it first started. I, I mean, I know me personally, I was like shopping and buying toilet paper and doing all the dumb things that people were saying. Like, bro, it's cool. It's yeah. not, you're okay. I think we, I think we all got caught up in that yeah, buying so toilet too. paper stuff. Yes, we all did that. I did it too. But you know what? I always had a habit of buying extra toilet paper anyway because I always had this thing about you'll never want to be left hanging out no toilet paper in the house. But that's one thing you'll want to be without. I, I can't. So I was like, I always had a lot, but then I was buying more in bulk from Sam's Club because yep. it just seemed like the right thing to do. Yeah. I mean, However, I see now that was ridiculous, <laughs> as was a whole lot of other things that they said. And the yes. things you wanted the most was bleach. Um, antibacterial, mm-hmm. um, hand soap, and those are the things you couldn't find. Yeah. So I was like, oh my God. So uh, yeah, I did, I was able to have some things that were on stash, but overall it did change a lot. I mean, in regard to how we did everything. I mean, initially we did go out and buy a lot of food, mm. put it in the freezer thinking, oh my God, this is Armageddon. Yeah. <laughs> I was like crazy. But yeah. now, no, things are, they have calmed down. We realized mm nothing's going to, the world's not coming to an end with this, but you do have to be cautious and safe. So yeah. I would say in regard to that, that was a major change. And mm. also for me, because of my uh, performing, I love to give people hugs and fist bumps and have them sing along with the microphone. And, Ooh. you know, it's so much engagement and yeah. having lost that, you know, because I remember hearing a quote a long time ago about how many people um, in life 
really don't get hugs on a regular basis. Like they don't have any kind of interaction with other humans. Mm -hmm. So it's like when you see somebody, you give them a hug. I mean, that could be the only hug they got in like a year, six months or something. So it really does matter. And right now I know that there's um, a lot of things going on with mental illness and depression that people are dealing with. So I'm very aware of what's going on around us. And a lot of people have been affected by it. And then of course the losses of life. So this has been devastating. Yeah. Yeah. How, what what are your thoughts on mental illness? I mean, how do you how uh, how important is mental illness to you? Or not mental illness? I'm sorry, mental health. I should say. Oh yeah, mental yeah mental mental health is very important to me. And actually, um, with Phyllis Hyman being one of the people that I icons that I absolutely adore, and the first actual female vocalist that I fell in love with, I um her story is so tragic. I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but she killed herself. Oh my! She committed suicide in New York City right before she had a show with the Whispers. She <sighs> killed herself. She took an overdose. So um and she left a note and said, "Those who love me, who I love, know who they are," and that was pretty much it. But her whole struggle in life was her weight and also um trying to have a relationship with someone. She never could, you know, consistently be with someone that she wanted to be with that she loved. And she sang a lot about loss and sadness and that kind of thing. She mm. was. Married earlier on in her career once, but um, you you can see from that kind of a story. And also remember Billie Holiday and so many others, they, you know, Dorothy Dandridge. It was like a tough time as the years have progressed for a lot of artists who just didn't know where to go, what to, who to turn to or who they could trust or people didn't validate um, mental health. So um, I know that with her situation, it's, it's a struggle that a lot of people have, even now, even now, not just in the um, entertainment industry, but everywhere. A lot of people are dealing with that kind of an issue. So I think that's one of the reasons all the more that I care about people so much and always thought it was important to hug people and see them mm-hmm. and, you know, talk to them. If you're the person over in the corner by yourself, I'm going to go over and say, hey, how you doing? What's going on? Because yeah. I think you just want to connect with people and let them know that you actually see them. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Kind of my on it. Yeah, I, 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 I that that's amazing. I, I, I can really appreciate that because there are a lot of people who just sort of uh who 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 it, it's strange when when you're in a relationship and, and it's a loving relationship and you have family yeah. and it and it, it mm-hmm. might seem weird to some I mean to me personally who who I'm in a loving relationship and I have a loving family. Mm-hmm. It seems very odd that there's people out there who just aren't being touched at all. And exactly. and, and it's it's sad. It's a very sad it notion. So the fact that you're out there, you know, you know, taking it taking a, the initiative to like be that and to be that beacon. Absolutely. Um yeah. and now that we're <laughs> Now that we're in a pandemic, it's like <laughs> now those people are never going to get touched. It is. I'm not going to mean you know to laugh at saying? it, but it's but it's awful. Oh like it, gosh, and, it's a big switch for sure. It is, and even going back to entertaining, like uh, most of the gigs that I have done recently have been virtual, but there have been a few that they've had sparse uh, mm-hmm. crowds in the room. And um, you really, it, it's weird. It's just so weird. <laughs> you're there, they're there. They got to have a mask on. Your only time your mask is off when you're singing. Yeah. Band members have masks on the whole time. So it's the oddest thing ever, yeah. for sure. I'm like, oh my gosh. So uh, have you, it's way of life. Uh, how, so you, you've played a few gigs uh, yeah. in real life, in the real mm-hmm. world. Uh, yeah. Has it? How was New Jersey? You're you're in New Jersey. Uh, how yes. how is New Jersey with the lockdown? Oh, and, and our numbers fluctuate a lot, and I know mm-hmm. the numbers are tending to uptick even more right about now. Um, for the la- ever since Christmas, it's gotten worse. Oh. It was starting to go up after Thanksgiving, but you didn't start <laughs> noticing it until around Christmas. And now yes. beyond that, it's still going up. Uh, 
So New Jersey, they have to be very careful. I'm saying I, I, I don't know. I mean, we just it's it's a struggle because you will see now more than ever people are wearing their masks. Thank God, <laughs> but some would take it off or halfway have it on or pull it down past the nose and. Yeah. Thinking, what are you doing? You gotta put the mask on, man. It's for your protection and mine. Holy right. cow! Right. But this is the, the life we live. So I think now people are starting to take it a little more seriously uh-huh. than they did before. Uh, what kind of gigs were you playing over this over last year over the pandemic? Oh my God! It was like, you, well, most of them had to do with um, little small venues that might ask us to come in and perform. Some of them I played a wedding, a couple of those outside actually, mm. and they were. Fabulous. <laughs> oh my God. But when you people, and it was so amazing because everybody used their ingenuity to come up with an idea of how they would do this thing if they didn't want to cancel their wedding. Right. And they set up these elaborate backyard things, save so much money because you ain't got to pay that venue any money. You're doing That's it in right. your own backyard. Right, right. It was amazing how many people actually did that. And I thought, this is fabulous. So imagine we're outside. It's a huge place. The band's behind me. The crowd is way on the other side. They're all sitting at tables that are spaced out. It's out. You're breathing nothing but fresh oxygen. Right. So you felt really good and safe in that kind of an environment. And of course, when um it came time like for me to spend a minute with the bride and groom, I went up to them, but you can't really get close like you want to because right. I didn't have a mask on. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And of course, those two as the couples, they didn't have masks on because they're with each other. Right, right. So but you still wanted to engage but it was so great the it seemed like the audience they loved it because i think they were like oh my god we're starved for live entertainment this is so good yeah we had a ball every single one of the weddings we had a ball it was it was great so yeah most of them you know they they really went to the thing with outside you know stressing that we should be outside during the summer month so that was awesome yeah, yeah. So um, were, were people wearing masks at the wedding or did it sort of... Yes, they were. Mm. Everybody was obligated to wear a mask. Okay. They could not walk around without a mask on and everybody abided by the rules that God, you know, so it was good and everybody had a good time. But yeah. I think they were, they just really enjoyed the idea of being around other human beings. You right, know? right. We've all been apart for so long. Absolutely. And by late summer, it was like, oh my God. And actually, uh, one of the weddings was in September, early September. And I'm telling you, people just enjoyed themselves. It was, it was, it was magical, yeah. seriously, to see everybody out, even though it looked odd with a mask, but having a good time. And it, right. they needed that. I really would believe you, that, believe me, that they actually needed that. It was therapeutic. Sure. I, you know what? I, I think you're right. Um, I'm, I live in the Midwest and all uh-huh. summer, I mean, all I saw all summer, I mean, like the hippies were throwing festivals and nobody had masks on in those pictures. Like oh, me, God. me and my wife played a wedding up in Michigan. Ain't nobody uh-huh. wearing masks up in Michigan. <laughs> it was, we would, uh, we, we played a gig, a, another gig in Michigan. We only played like two or three gigs and they were all outside and nobody was like, they didn't what? care. No one get. I'm in the Midwest. They, they don't care. Like I went to the gym the other day. I started going uh-huh. back to the gym. Yeah. And uh, they were like, okay, you got to have your mask on um, to, to, you, uh, to get to the workout area, to the, to the right. fitness center. But as soon as you uh-huh. get to the fitness center, you can take your mask off. So what? as soon as you get to the place where you breathe and huff and puff and cough and do all the, uh, you, know, oh, you know, all the, all the growls and all the, all the phlegm and the spit that flies with all that. 
got don't worry about masks. Don't worry about ma ma Forget what? it. <laughs> Forget the mask. It's cool. But when you're walking through the hallway and, and, and going through the shower rooms and stuff, make sure that mask is on or else you're out. I can't, I can't figure that out. What the heck is going on? <laughs> I'm in Ohio, man. That's what's going on. I'm in Ohio. We That's give zero, zero. <laughs> we give negative 12 fucks here. And and, and oh it's just... It's, that it's, is sick. That is so sick. And I tell you, we're paranoid. Yeah, so oh, like yeah. for me and my family, nobody wants to deal with yeah. that COVID stuff. I right. mean, let's just be real. Yeah. And I'm saying, listen, whatever it takes, I'm putting one, two, three masks on if necessary. <laughs> I actually, I tried, Mike. I tried to go to mm -hmm. the gym. I made it one <laughs> night. I went there and I had the mask on and I couldn't really breathe, right? I was right. like, oh my God, this is yeah. hard. And I was only right. on the treadmill. I wasn't even using yeah. equipment. Right. So the woman comes over to me and she goes, um, because I kept pulling the mask away from my nose a little so I could breathe, yeah. you know, not take it down, but just pull it away. She said, no, you have to leave the mask really close to your, you have to keep, I was like, what? I said, but I can't even breathe. I'm just pulling it away. She was right. like, no, we have to ask you to keep it up, like really snug to your nose. Oh. New Jersey's crazy. They're <laughs> out of control. So I was hey. like, well, that's the last time I'm going to the gym. Yeah. Oh my God. But that was what I was worried about too, because I, 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 I uh, I went to DC over the yeah. summer last year, and uh, and they had a gym in the hotel, and they all had they were like you gotta wear the mask over everything, and I'm trying to do the elliptical, and I'm like breathing, I'm like right. suffocated, right? Like you you feel like you're dying, like yeah, I right. can't exactly. get enough oxygen. I live and you're dying, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So so I was just like pulling it down too, like I can't, I gotta breathe, I gotta breathe. So. I was actually like, oh, that's cool. You take your mask off up there. So, I mean, it's weird, but I don't know. I mean, do you think that, do you think that the shutdown in the way it is and the way it's been going is, is, is something, because there's a lot of pushback, you know, there's a lot of people who yeah. think that we should just open up and just let people right. go, protect the, protect the vulnerable and and anybody who do, who wants to throw their hat in the ring, go. It's time. It's go time. We're opening. We're going. Keep you know. Hide hide hide, grandma. Hide grandpa. You know, and and everybody else floodgates are open. Do you think that uh, the way we are going is 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 the right way, or do you think we should be opening up? And, and I mean, uh, and when you look at like the devastation it does to like uh, eco the economy and, and you know, the job loss and permanent job yeah. loss and all these small businesses shutting down uh, with all considering all that, do you think that we should just keep charging forward the way we are or, or do you think no. we should start? Well, I, I personally, up? I've lost a number of people. Mm -hmm. And you know, they say that the pandemic did indeed hit a lot of uh, COVID-19 did indeed hit a lot of um, the black community. And yes. it did. Yes. So uh, I have three classmates from my high school that actually passed away mm -hmm. all within three weeks of each other. And I just found that out like a couple weeks ago. Wow. And then like I have friends and I have relatives um, and I uh, just found out the other day from a girlfriend, her mother, who's 80 something and was in tip top health, um, caught COVID by just going out to have one of her therapy sessions done. So she caught it from probably a therapist or someone else, but it's the only place she'd been. And now she's um, about to pass away. They said they um, they have her on so something like a hospice in the hospital where her family can't go and see her, but they have the iPad up. Like that situation is devastating. Oh my God. So this is like happening 
all over. I know people mm -hmm. personally. This is beyond just saying somebody you heard about. This has affected our community in a major way. And so for me, it's awful when people don't take it seriously. I don't, the herd immunity thing, come on, because there are younger people that are passing away from this too, not just older people. Mm -hmm. Secondly, every human life matters. How do you do a herd immunity and say, let the chips fall where they may? If you die, oh, well, you just had to be the one to die. You're part of that. Yeah. I mean, that's ridiculous. So for me, I would say that it is, we cannot let up. We need to keep, stay the course and keep doing what we're doing. I remember that Biden said when he gets in, he and Harris, that they were going to implement a plan for us to wear masks for 100 days uh, at minimum. And I work at the School of Medicine. So hmm. we actually are a vaccination point now. So oh, wow. people, it, it's crazy. It's bananas to work there because it's gotten crazy. At first, people weren't even coming in. But one, the numbers started upticking again. And secondly, there's two other new strands in New Jersey of this uh, COVID. Wow. So people are afraid. They're even more afraid than they were before. So they're starting to really take it seriously. I do believe if we had nipped this in the bud in the beginning, not that it would be totally gone right now, eradicated, but I do believe that there's a good chance we would have had more people's lives saved. You know, and I think that it wasn't taken as seriously as it should have been. And that's just my personal opinion right. because I work in healthcare, but this is devastating. And I mean, there's not just black people dying. People are dying from everywhere. I'm just telling you my story mm -hmm. and that it does affect people and you can catch it. And some young people get over it quickly when they catch it. They get it's like flu like symptoms or they might get sick a little while, two days, whatever. And then they're over it in a lot of cases. But then there are those who don't. And there are some who caught COVID twice. Only reason I know is because I work in healthcare. Yeah. So I'm saying there's a person who caught it two times over a course of a few months. And then the second time they caught it, they got over it and then they had a stroke. Oh. So all COVID related. So they passed away anyway. So I'm just saying that to say people need to take seriously the fact that this mask is not a joke. It can actually save a life, hmm. really. And, and I mean, just like that woman who went to therapy and she's in her 80s and was in great health and then caught it from someone who was probably working with her. And her family still doesn't totally know which person they could identify. Right. But when you think about that and say all these people were going along just fine, living a great life and healthy, and then all of a sudden this hit. So um, it, it's devastating. It really is. So if we could just honor that and actually wear a freaking mask for <laughs> as long as we need to, and then everybody that wants to gets vaccinated and get control of what we're dealing with, because if it wasn't for death, People can say, oh, man, I don't feel like wearing a mask. You know, so make me go a nose a couple inches longer than normal. Okay, if that's your side effect, enjoy yourself. But we're talking about people that can die. Mm -hmm. That's why it's so important. I don't know what is so difficult for people to understand when we're talking about death. And, you know, it doesn't matter. You can't say, well, just treat everybody, put them all in the same bowl and say, well, it is what it is. It's not, it, it is what it is. You know what I mean? A lot of people have lost their jobs. But you can't go back. Where are you going to go back to work to? You might die and not even have a job. What are you going to yeah. care about that if you don't make it? Yeah. We just, a person from my job, her husband died uh, from COVID. So this is this is not a joke. It's seriously not a joke. I don't know what it's going to take for people to understand. It's not a hoax. It's not a joke. You can get sick from it. You can die from it. You can be in a, a bad situation where after you've had it, you are not the same. A lot of people talk about how they're they don't feel as they, as they did before they had COVID. So yeah. the side effects are are horrible. Yes. In a lot of cases, you just don't know what's going to happen. So I personally feel like whatever it takes for us to get through this, so we can have a new whatever our new norm is going to be, 
then we need to do it and honor that all of us as one group of people, not just uh, I believe this, you believe that. No, we want to get through this together mm. so we all can go back to having a life that is productive and we can enjoy ourselves. Everybody misses not being able to go out and into go and enjoy entertainment and do whatever. And, you know, we only have here in New Jersey, we only have one month a couple times a year. So we're stuck. And, you know, a lot of businesses have lost it. They've closed down. It's yeah. it's horrendous. Yeah. But what are we going to do? You know what I mean? I, I mean, a little stimulus check, uh, thank God for it. It's not going to solve all the needs that we have. Of course not. And then you have people who are just getting a little unemployment. It, it's just devastating. So we got to figure this out. And we're not going to figure it out if everybody is fighting against each other and talking about what does or doesn't work. I think it's so important that we stay the course, do what we got to do to work together and all have the same mindset so we can come through this. I don't want to see anybody else pass away. Seriously. Yeah. I don't want to go through this anymore. I mean, it's inevitable things are going to happen, but I, I think it's so important that we try to at least honor wearing the mask so we can say, well, at least we did everything we could to try and get through this. I, I think that's the most important thing. If anybody were to take any takeaways, they should wear the mask, period. I know firsthand, trust me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't understand the whole thing about like not wanting to wear the mask. Like that's like, right. it's like, I get that it's not comfortable, but neither mm -hmm. is dying from COVID. That's not, I, 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 I don't, I don't think COVID is a very comfortable way to go. No. And, and you're right. Um, you know, my wife uh, and my wife and my mother, they both got it. And my mother was hospitalized and it was, it was very yeah. scary. My, my wife still can't smell. Mm. Um, so yeah, there is a lot of things that could sort of go backfire on all this. And, mm -hmm. you know, a as you talk and I'm thinking about me at the gym and just people like at me, you know, like spitting and grunting at me. I'm just like, Ugh. but I, I, you know, like before my family sort of came down with it, we were started mm -hmm. getting tired of the whole thing, tired of the lockdown, mm -hmm. tired of the restrictions and, and, and mm -hmm. mostly tired of the, the hypocrisy and the you know just the the double the the, the double standards for politicians and, and for for citizens and then and, and you see these mayors and governors flying off to cancun meanwhile they're like enjoy being in lockdown stupid you know and uh we we had and and we're tired of the idea of you know like oh you got to walk through the restaurant with a mask on but you can eat without the mask you know like yeah. or covid only attacks after 10 o'clock at night you know it's just the the whole thing you know all the memes you know every meme right. you've seen it, it was starting mm -hmm. to and uh you know we were starting to just be like yeah get to that point where it's just like maybe we just knew do need to open it up but i feel like even if they did open it up people are mm -hmm. so scarred from the situation that I, yeah. I don't know if they're gonna actually go because there's restaurants that are open not full capacity but mm -hmm. even at their quarter capacity of whatever they're regular they're still not doing great yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, and people are yeah. still scared. So even if we opened all of this up and was just like, let's go, I mean, mm -hmm. would, would we still have the, the, you know, the fallout, the economic fallout from people just mm -hmm. being afraid of going out and doing stuff? Right. Right. Um, it, it, it would. How could you not? Yeah. How could you not? This is not, you know, when you really look at everything that we, we've had to deal with and endure with this thing, schools are still closed. People can't go to work full time. I had um, my boss had to bring her child into the office um, <laughs> yeah. yesterday I, I, or Friday, I should say. And I was like, oh, she's like, well, I have anybody to watch them. And, and so when you think about 
all of those things that play a part, every part of our lives is significantly affected by COVID, mm. period. Teachers don't want to catch this stuff and teachers aren't even the first ones on the list to get the vaccine. Mm. But you want them to teach the kids in school. Right. I think it's absurd. And I think you're right with the politicians and their take on things and do as we say and not as we do is ridiculous. But we that's why it's important for us to know that what we think as a citizen matters. And if we need the information, you have to supply us with that so we can make great decisions about our health and what's in the best interest of the country, not just one person. You know, all of us want to go out and do stuff. I, I was talking to a woman the other day and she said she gives a service, right? And she said, um, yeah, pay, uh, somebody came in, one of the patrons, and they were like, telling the person at the front, oh, no, you can take my temperature. Oh, I'm fine. Then she goes back in the room to get the service done. And she tells this girl, oh, I just came back from Mexico. First of all, you didn't even quarantine yourself, right? <laughs> yeah. And then her husband's like, oh, no, 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 you got to go. And I'm thinking, <laughs> that's exactly right. Somebody's got to call them on this. Yeah. What are you talking about? You just yeah. came back from Mexico. You didn't quarantine yourself. But you told the girls at the front that you were screaming, oh, no, I'm fine. I haven't been around anyone. No, didn't leave the country. No, I didn't. But it's ridiculous because they're still not taking it seriously. Hmm. It's privilege. It's just the idea of thinking I can go off and fly somewhere. You guys stay home or whatever, but I'm going to go enjoy myself and sit outside on a beach where there's hardly any people yeah. and have a good time and then come back home and I ain't going to tell you nothing. Now, I might bring some back on the plane with me that I'm going <laughs> to give to you and your family, but don't right. worry. Yeah, it's all good. Just, you know, just let me in. Let me into exactly. your facility. Let me be the super spreader that you guys have been trying to avoid the, for the last year. And there are so many of those people around me, asymptomatics. Yes. Oh my God. There, there was a guy who had it, right? Mm. He was get, he didn't even know he had it. Oof. And people were catching it. They're like, who is giving us this scrap? Because yeah. he's in his family environment. And come find out he get tested and he got uh. it. What are you talking about? <laughs> I never, I'm telling you, this is like the craziest thing. Oh, no, like all over somebody's face all the time. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> How was your weekend? <laughs> yeah. I was like, you better get out of here, dude. <laughs> We're not playing. Yeah. No, it, it, it is. It is crazy. And and it's, it, you know, I, every sense that, you know, every sense we all came down with it, which was really weird is that me and my son, we didn't catch uh -huh. it. I mean, I was with my wife the whole time. We were next to each other, you know, like. And uh, I, I, we were in the car. We got one of those drive-through ones, and uh, hers comes back positive. Mine came back negative. And as soon as I drive, I start laughing like, "Oh!" <laughs> I rolled down her window because I was like, "Yo, let's just get some fresh air in this bitch," because I don't know what's gonna happen. Look, there's no sense that both of us be sick, right? Like. I don't you know if so wrong. That was she wrong. It was wrong. You. She gonna get you after oh, she, she's well. I mean, totally well. Like, and, uh, you gonna get it, cousin? She, yeah. <laughs> and I'm a helper. I'm a helper. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, plotting. Yeah, that's a first, that's a, that's a first of the yes. show. My guest, I will plotting. be calling her in a little while. <laughs> you know, Raina brought up a good point. Um, we need a nationwide plan, and you were sort of touching on the idea that Biden had this, uh, this you know, 100 days of masks. I, mean, I haven't read up on this thing. Um, do you think that it's something that should be, do you think it's something that should be 
and I, and I use the word lightly, forced. Do you think this is something that should be mandatory? Mandatory, yes. Yeah. Yes, of course. I do indeed. And mm-hmm. I think that right now people are realizing you can't go into restaurants or do what you want to do and not wear a mask anymore. You can't go into stores. Mm-hmm. You have no choice than to wear a mask. And if you don't wear a mask, you're going to be standing outside. So I think at this point, their reconditioning of the mind is setting in Mm -hmm. and they realize regardless of what you want to do when you're home or wherever else you go, when it comes to doing what we need you to do, you're going to have to honor that or you can't come in. I mean, I've seen the signs up everywhere you go where they say without a mask, you cannot enter. Regardless, in the beginning, you remember there was a lot of fights and stuff you see on Facebook. People pissed off, right? I'm not wearing no mask. I'm getting out of here. (laughs) Then you got the little rental cops talking about, look, I need help over on aisle three. (laughs) I'm like, look, that person might have COVID. I'm a a security guard. I'm Mm -hmm. glorified, but I ain't going to mess with them. They might have COVID. Exactly. (laughs) Hey. Yo, I mean, it, it is it is scary because it, it's it's it, I you know seeing my mom go through and her being hospitalized, she missed Christmas. You know, she missed, wow. that's her favorite holiday, and she missed Christmas, God. and uh, you know, like it, 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 and she's just it, 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 it. This is happening all the time, and yeah. I mean, I just it's really weird to think about mandatory anything you as american you know what i mean as an american it's really hard mm-hmm. to think about as is something as lawfully you have to wear this mask or else yeah, you know right. you're gonna be fined or, and, and i think you're right i think that they're gonna do it more as a, on a social level where it's like okay well mm-hmm. if you don't have a mask on you can't come into this building if you don't have a mask exactly. on you can't participate mm-hmm. in this event if you don't have a right. mask on you can't go to the doctor's office whatever it is exactly. they can mandatory they can make it mandatory without actually making it lawfully mandatory but yeah without strong arming them <laughs> strong sure. arm, yeah exactly, exactly. But hey, Pizza Jams, thank you. Just put that mask on. I listen, I don't know if I want to do that. Well, I guess you ain't coming in here. Exactly. If I own the business, I'm going to tell you right now, ain't nobody coming in. You ain't coming. <laughs> coming in. Hey, and that's fair. I, I, I think it's fair. I think it's very fair. When we were in Washington, we went into a comic book store, and the and my wife had just one of those, like, um, remember, visor? Yeah, the visor things. I, yeah. I think people are about yeah. over those things. Um, yeah, they over there, <laughs> they're man. like, they don't do nothing. <laughs> But she had her visor on, and dude was like, um, can you bring that down a little more before you talk to me? Exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thanks for that lurk pizza jab. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, no, it, it's a weird it's a weird thing to be. You mentioned that, uh, you know, up in the beginning that uh, if we would have did something better, different, if we would have done things different, um, maybe we would have been a little further along. What, what do you think that we could have done differently? That Well, I think that people didn't take seriously wearing yeah. a mask. It was like, if you want to, <laughs> you can. You're like, well, where's this thing coming from? Listen, it came from Wuhan. We didn't bring the thing over here. Right. I got no idea I got here. But all you got to do, if you feel like wearing a mask, right. go on to wear it. Right. However, I ain't telling you you're going to die. Right. That's probably not going to happen. <laughs> so, so people were thinking, okay, well, I guess I won't wear a mask then. Because right. you're thinking nothing's going to happen because nobody took seriously that this is something that could kill people. Right. They thought it was a rare case that you'd have people catch it or you'd have people catch it and die or you'd have as many people catch it in the different regions that ended up, you know, getting very sick or passing away. So, and then they, the whole, the, the little senior centers, they didn't even think about the retirement homes. So it, it's like, when you think about if they, if they took this and made it as, as mandatory quote unquote, as it is right now, mm-hmm. back then, 
we would have saved a lot of people, a lot of the healthcare workers. Remember, they don't make a lot of money. So, of course, they're caring for these senior patients and they have it taken at home, live in a small um, home that has a lot of kids or other people in it. They don't have the luxury of having different rooms that you can go to. So yeah. if you catch it, you don't give it to so-and-so. So they still got to go to work and they'll be just like that service worker who had that patient, uh, that person that came in to get service and she had been to Mexico and spreading this stuff around. And they're saying, well, I got to go to work. I can't not have my job. Right. Even if they had to work through being sick and not telling anybody, their boss or whoever, they still were giving this stuff to patients because that's close contact. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So a lot of those seniors that passed away, it had to do with that. You didn't have the proper information. You didn't have the proper care. You know, and these, these are workers. I mean, so again, when you're poor, you're in a, a situation where you don't make a lot of money. You got to go to work, yeah, man. You absolutely. can't say, I'm going to wait until unemployment hits and I'm going to see if I fill all this paperwork right. I'll do X, Y, Z. Some people don't have computers. Like it's this is so deep when you look at the whole situation. A lot of mm. families didn't have computers. Like, how are you even doing this stuff? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Many of them can't even teach their kids. Yeah. My, my kids would have had like algebra math, and you're saying, I don't even know how to do no algebra. I'm <laughs> telling you, Mike, I don't know nothing about no algebra. I'm gonna lie. <laughs> I don't know nothing about no algebra. Don't ask me. I hate numbers unless you give me some money to go buy something. <laughs> so don't talk to me about no numbers like that and yeah. formulas. So yeah. I, I personally feel like these kids today, I could not do this. This stuff right here, yeah. I don't want no parts. Yeah. I don't want that. No, it, it no, it's tough. The 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 homeschooling thing really, really has been like, and we are we wanted to homeschool our kid. But you know, would once he started going, he's six, he's about to turn seven, and, and so he, he was in kindergarten and in first grade, and he wasn't taken to it very well. So this whole right. thing sort of happened. He did not like kindergarten, like like on a really serious level, he's very intelligent. And uh -huh. um and the way the public school system works around here, I, I, I get why he was sitting there and going kind of nuts because they <laughs> they I don't know what is going on, but they hire no, they sent out an email saying if anybody would like to volunteer as a teacher, uh, no, no, uh, no, no degree required. What? Just sign up here and you can come and teach our children and be a part of the community. Hey, like, what are you talking about? So the school system in where we live is garbage. Oh it's trash. And like the person who runs, I'm sorry, I'm just venting now. The person who runs the 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 online academy, complete yes. twit, does not know what they're doing. Couldn't answer a question if if they had the answer written on their palm. It was just like they're just an awful human being. Like I don't understand how they manage to land in a position where they get to dictate whether or not your child gets to move forward. It's insanity. This woman is an idiot. She is awful. But and I, I pray she don't watch this. I hope she does. I hope she. I might send a link to her email. She is an idiot. I do not care for her one bit. Um, no, and she, she, no, you should like. I was gonna call her because, like, I'm gonna call because she was sending these emails. I'm like, I'm gonna call her. I'm calling her, and I get on the phone and like I'm waiting there, and my wife is watching the whole situation unfold. And right before she says hello, she grabs the phone from me. It's like hi, and then by the end of the conversation, she's like. I'm asking you a simple question. A simple question. Why can't you answer a sit? You know, like, 
She's the voice of reason. What is going on right now? That's what I'm saying. We live in a very, uh, a very, we're just behind the times. Where where I'm at is just everything's about five years behind. And um, wow, I I just I it is horrible. And so when we took him out of school, like he he couldn't read when we took him out of school. Like two months later, he was reading. Two months later, he was fine. So it, it, but, but it's a struggle every time we go to do school. It's like, ah, you know, like it's just, and so when you think about these parents who might not be in the position that me and my wife are in, right. parents who are working, you know, yep. 12 hours a day and, yeah. and then, you know, or, or single, single parents out there who are working right. all the time and then they have to yes. jam this into their day and their kids screaming at them because they oh hate it and and you don't understand what's going on because maybe you don't understand technology all that great either so you're sitting there like what the f is happening so to, to think about all of that i mean it, it it's it's crazy it's a crazy change but i mean really but but we but you know we're all dealing with it at the, at the same time and whatever what have been yeah trying what i've been noticing is how you know short-tempered people are and very impatient oh, yeah. people are and mm -hmm. i'm finding myself doing that too and hey, mike i can't see you oh you can, did i go black um yeah okay hold uh on. hold on hold on hold on maybe it's my computer being on um sleep oh there we are okay yeah. <laughs> i was like oh, I no. But I was like, where'd he go? <laughs> <laughs> we're here. We're here. No, it, it, I don't know. It, it's, it's just a, it's a weird, uh, it's a weird time for everybody. And, and, and I'm really am starting to try to like take note and, and be self-conscious about like how I'm acting towards people because mm -hmm. I feel like Aww. we've been locked in our, our houses for so long. We forgot how to act and how to be polite and stuff because like, I don't even like making eye contact with people. I'm such an introvert and like outside of this, I am like introvert. I like being in my house. I don't like going outside. Well, I like going outside, but I just don't like going and associating with a bunch of people right. all the time. I never thought that. I know it's it's weird. My hands are sweaty. Like right now, my hands are really sweaty. I'm very nervous, but uh, it takes a lot of practice to look like you're not uh, uh, falling apart all the time. Uh, wow! But you're doing a good job. Let oh, me well, tell thank you. you. I appreciate it. It, it took me about seven years. <laughs> Come on now, you better go ahead and be a poster child for people who are nervous, but they can go ahead and make it look like it's easy. If I can do it, you can do it too. Come on! Come on! Come on! Come on. <laughs> No, it, I don't know. It, it's, I'm trying, I really am trying though to, to be mindful of how I'm acting because I will just start like even on the phone or anything. If they tell me something I don't want to hear, it's like, well, that's not what I want to hear. I demand service. You know, like all of a sudden I'm just this entitled jerk uh, because I've been just sequestered in my house for the last year. So I, yeah. I I try to be a nice person, but I feel like the people are sort of just forgetting how to act. I don't know. Have you been noticing that? Have you been noticing that people are just sort of out there, just like cutting you off, and or or I, just I haven't noticed that. Hmm. I must say, I I think more so because I probably don't pay them any mind. There you That's, go. There you go. I've mastered that at my age. I've mastered that. And I also feel I, I believe strongly in loving the hell out of people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you just <laughs> you just do what you do and you don't get caught up in the other nonsense. And you really can change or flip the script or the mood of a person yeah. based upon your reaction. 
So when we all know that that is empowerment, really, because a lot of folks are nasty, can be nasty. I shouldn't say are nasty. And you really can make the difference in how they receive something. I know my pastor often says um, you either going to be the thermostat or the thermometer. So, you know, the thermometer, you go whichever way anything else is going around you. Mm -hmm. But if you're the thermostat, you set the tone and the mood in your Mm -hmm. area. So they all got to adapt when they come over here. (laughs) That's kind of (laughs) like that's kind of like how that goes to me. Like I got top of that. I'm like, I I act like you ain't a figment of my imagination. Whatever that attitude is, I don't even see it. I ain't got no time for it. Yeah, pretty much. I've mastered that. Yeah. Well, that's well, that's great. I mean, that I mean that uh, I has that been something that you've had to work on over time. I mean, or is that yes. something that you had? That has been a lifelong thing, buddy. That <laughs> that wasn't overnight. I ain't gonna lie to you because sometimes you know, mother might want to get short with somebody. I'm trying, you know, Lord, I'm trying. You know? <laughs> I'm a work in progress. Like, hey, <laughs> hey, we all are. We all are. Yes, indeed. But yeah, so I have, it's taken years, but I mean, you just get to a point where you don't take it personal when people Mm -hmm. are going through stuff because there is a lot of stuff going on in the lives of people. And when I started appreciating that and seeing that and also knowing everybody's got a story, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like we all, nobody's coming out of this thing unscathed and nobody is, uh, just because it looks like everything's all right on the outside, this facade we have, we still got to go to work. We still got to do all the things we do and we still got to function. So you know, coming back to even mental health, when you think about what we do, I mean, a lot of times you want to just curl up in the bed and not do anything, but you don't have a choice. Life goes on. You know, your kids need you. You got to go out and work. You need to make money. If you're not working, you got to figure out how you're going to survive or make ends meet. And that's one of the things I didn't understand with this stimulus thing. Like you saw how some other countries, I don't have the stats, but there were other countries that treated their people so well mm-hmm. in regard to giving them money every month or freezing any kind of a rental assistance or mortgage they would have had yeah. so that you didn't have to worry about that, giving out free food. Like they did everything they could to benefit their citizens. And yet this country is acting like they crazy. <laughs> they only want to give us nothing and we pay taxes. Right. I'm like, you don't even get, you ain't giving me anything. I've been working my whole life since I was mm-hmm. 16 years old. So I feel like I have an entitlement, Mike. Yeah. I have I, an entitlement to something I, and they don't treat us right. I don't care. They should treat our the citizens well. And that's not what we've been getting. So unfortunately, when you don't want to give us a stimulus and then you want to take stimulus down to six hundred dollars, what can somebody do with six hundred dollars? You ain't seen nobody since last March. Was it more well, whenever they gave that stimulus? I don't even remember. Was it March or April? It was it whenever. was yeah, it was in April and then they had the plus up until it, it, it and for some people, like in Ohio, there that that got cut off December twelfth. So can you imagine December 12th, like your only source of income and Christmas is around the corner and all of a sudden, because because a small group of people are uh, can't decide or or they can't decide on what what corporate master to obey that that they can't you know what I mean like these people who are just giving and printing unlimited amounts of money to their corporate yep. masters. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, we need to fund a war. Wow. Let's go. Let's go. We're at, it's like we're at the club, man. It's like, let's get it done. And it's, and it's disgusting. It's absolutely it disgusting. I have, I have not, you know, like this country, I mean, so many people have just lost so much faith in it. And, and, yeah. and that's really sad because I really do love this country. With all its faults, with all its faults yeah, and all I its agree. scars and all its I just agree. atrocities, oh. atrocities that it's committed. I still think that we have something that not every other country has and 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 ugh, I I it's really sad that this is how we have to 
this is this is this is the legacy that we're that we're leaving you know is <laughs> i know we got I these know. turds up here who 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 would rather who would rather watch a nation starve than to, than t for them to miss a, a payment from their corporate masters it's yeah. just it's 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 uh it's really disheartening it really is it's disturbing that's what it yeah, is you it think is oh disturbing. my god so we don't matter let me get this straight we don't matter but you want us to keep working you mm -hmm. want us to keep doing all the things that yeah. keep making it productive for the big the people that are higher up that's absolutely crazy mm -hmm. and yet at the same time you don't even care if we live or die like it's it's the silliest thing i've ever seen in my life and unfortunately i feel like um this 2020 was amazing and i say it was amazing because so many things happened coming right out the gate when you look at <clears throat> all the stuff that happened it started off with kobe bryant <clears throat> i was devastated yeah that was crazy then when you think about the pandemic and stuff that affected other people and how that came about and then you saw it was as if we were all the whole world was on time out okay <laughs> so that means all those people, like, you know how before when something happened over in Ohio, ain't nobody really knowing, because you're like, girl, I was working, or I was down taking, uh, I had a vacation, or I was over there, whatever, I ain't see the news, or you hear a lot of people say, I don't even watch the news, because the news is so negative, I ain't got time for that, right? Yeah. And you're like, you don't know what happened? So those were little times when you had little um, little areas of things that you'd hear or know happening through somebody else. However, with this pandemic, God made it so that everybody got to see what's going on. You knew about George Floyd, Breonna Taylor. It was yeah. nothing left with us out without anybody saying, you know what, that's not right. Yeah. And it became a movement. And so it needed to happen because with all of the racism, oh my God, it's so ridiculous. Now, I'm going to tell you, I'm a sister and I'm so proud to be a sister. You know what I mean? But when I look at all the things that we have seen happen through the, the course of 2020, and it was blatant, I'm saying like, well, if there was any confusion there ain't no confusion now that stuff really existed yeah. but it was like everybody else saw it that's the thing it wasn't just people saying something or crying out in the night or making this movement about black power and the nonsense I, and I'm nonsense not to say that that doesn't matter i'm just saying that you don't have to say from another perspective like why do they always want to say that or use that no this was something you got to see firsthand that this is how they're treating people and the difference. And then we can even fast forward to the capital situation <sighs> and how those are not people of color, man. Yeah. And they are going there breaking stuff, stealing laptops, stealing phones, like- Taking selfies with work. cops? And five people died. How about that? <sighs> five people, man. Yeah. Hmm. And, so, and I mean, I heard of some of the people were actually uh, political officials that were marching with them that went in there and did that. I'm like, what are you doing? <sighs> like, it's just so ridiculous. So hmm. I, I've now, it, with everything that happened, people, I know it's a horrible thing that 2020 was, but it is as if the roof got tore off. Yeah, no, it definitely did. It definitely did. Wooby One, thank you for that raid. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> Welcome. I hope you guys are doing okay. We're talking to Mary Cross, who is a R&B strong. Wow, <laughs> she's R&B songstress out of Camden, New Jersey, and uh, we're talking about we're talking. Well, we're talking about uh, people. Uh, well, you were saying that twenty twenty was a good year because it highlighted all of the. Uh, of the hypocrisy yes. and and the racism that does exist mm -hmm. within yes. within these within this country, and uh, it, yeah, it it, it highlighted a lot. Awareness exactly. that was the main thing. Exactly. We needed to do that because people didn't take it as seriously 
as it probably should have been taken. And I think it's raising the awareness to make people um, actually see it. Mm. Because if you're always busy working two, three jobs or you're flying off wherever and doing your thing or worrying about your family, you aren't focused on that. You're saying, oh, they're just whining or whatever else is going on. But this time around, you got to see firsthand things that were happening to other human beings. And there was no place to go. Yeah. Me, you only can watch for so much television, but this stuff was on every bit of social media that that exists. So you couldn't hide from it or you didn't see it. You yeah. actually saw it. And then the movement took on a life of its own. And everybody and their mother became a part of this and understood. <clears throat> a lot of people understood how important it was for us to really see it. Oh, thank you for that. So Thank you for that <laughs> sub, uh, Wooby. I appreciate it. Uh, I, I forgot you can hear everything that happens now. It wasn't like yeah, that. Like, just, <laughs> just, just two episodes ago, it wasn't like that. You couldn't hear anything that was going on. It was just me and you. T- it was just been me and you. But now, wow. like all the sound effects, all the alerts, everything. Me too. I actually love that you could hear that. That's that's uh, yeah. awesome. You wouldn't have like three hours of hip hop. Oh, stop. <laughs> uh, the you know, there's a lot of people talking about how, and, uh, you know, I'm still trying to figure it out, but there was this, this idea over this last summer where, you know, people were upset, people were angry, people didn't, people were out of work. So people were Mm -hmm. out in the streets and, and Corona or not, they wanted their voices to be heard. And and I supported that the whole time. I, Mm -hmm. I I don't support violence. I don't. Right. And, um, on, on either side, on either side Mm -hmm. of the aisle, it's, it's ridiculous. Right. But but, uh, but you know, there's this argument sort of echoing around and I know it echoing on both sides of the aisle, but it's it's mm-hmm. this idea that we sort of let law and order go by the wayside. And this idea that over last summer, people were just I mean, they opened up Rodeo Drive in L.A. and just the cops <laughs> weren't doing anything. They were just burning stuff out. And. After a while, it, it you know, that's I, I don't think that's much of a movement. And I know there's that <laughs> saying going around that, you know, everybody's quoting MLK about riots and stuff. And, you know, like that's there's but I think there's a difference between, you know, rioting and, and going and, and, and snatching up, you know, some some Gucci off of Rodeo. Drive. I agree. That uh, was ridiculous. I totally 150 percent agree with you and anything like that is not that should not have happened i am not in agreement with that i think it's ridiculous it's disrespectful and it puts everything a a horrible light on the issues that really are at hand so i'm totally in agreement with you on that i don't even understand why people were doing that i i i I guess it was just the moment that they felt like they had some vulnerable situation people well i mean you know again everybody's out of work people are angry people are frustrated people are scared people are yeah i i you know i'm making up all these excuses for people to go out and commit like crimes and 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 there was deaths and a lot of stuff horrible things Mm -hmm. happened um but a lot of people are kind of saying that because we sort of set a precedence and sort of let the the cat out of the bag as as some would mm-hmm. say about you know just letting people just run you know run cities uh open up their own sovereign run, cities run. within cities mm-hmm. Chaz in mm-hmm. seattle uh that that sort of opened the door for what we saw in the capitol building 
Um, yeah. And, and I, you know, like, I, I think I think I kind of agree with that because it's like, you know, that the, when you hear the reports, you know, the mayor and, and the cops were just like, well, we don't want any problems. We don't want any issues to come back and blow back on us. So they were just sort of letting people in and they did get overwhelmed. And, and yeah. there is videos of them opening up the riot gates and just letting them right in. And then you saw like the memes of like how the BLM uh, protest in Washington, where, every, where there's stormtroopers on the Capitol yeah. steps, you know. So I there, know. Is, so it is weird. It's just everything's gotten so mixed up. Where it's just mm-hmm. like, where, where do we even, where do we even go from here? How do, how do protests go from here on out? I mean, is this what we have to expect now? Is like every time someone gets, you know, every time something happens in the in this country, is like we got to burn the city down? Like I, I don't know where. Where do you think this is going? Where it, and, and do you think well, that that over the sum, last summer's events sort of led the way for the Capitol events? Uh, I'm not 100% sure that the Capitol events is relative to much of anything except <laughs> when um, the president mentioned things and, and all this yeah. was talking about the election. I So I think that's apples and oranges, in okay. my opinion. Okay, fair enough. In, re- in regard to uh, what's happening now, I feel like there's going to be even more of an even playing field because one of the things, when I say that, I mean that politically, because if you are a person of color and you want a representative that looks like you to help fight for some of your rights and you don't have that in Southern states, which is the deep South, it's a challenge for a lot of people, um, then that makes it so you don't have representation that understands your issues. So uh, we have that covered in a lot of uh, states now. So that should help when it comes to being an advocate for people. So that in and of itself, I think will make a difference. And Mm. I don't, I don't, when you look at what's happened with Breonna Taylor and and George Floyd and so many others, it's unfortunate. It is awful. They were martyrs involuntarily. Um, None of us support taking a life period, uh, whether it, for whatever's going on, but there are corrupt people everywhere. That's the Mm. thing. So we can't just put everybody in a, in a in a barrel and say this is what it is. You know, some people would say, well, some cops are um, doing it for a paycheck. They really are not trying to get into any situation. They don't know how to deal with human beings and, and the importance of human life or someone that doesn't look like them. Mm-hmm. Like you don't understand. That's why I'm a firm believer that if you're going to be a, a police officer, it's important that you do that in an area. If it's going to be a poverty stricken area or whatever area or neighborhood that the kids get to know you mm-hmm. and they don't feel threatened by you or afraid of you. Yeah. They feel like they can talk to you and then they know you, you acknowledge them. And then it's like, Hey, Hey, don't bother that kid. That kid's so-and-so son or whatever. And then, it feels like more of a community kind of thing rather than just, oh, he's black. Oh, my God. Or he he looks like he's a thug or somebody called the cops on somebody. So, you know, it, it just gets out of hand. So we just have to look at people for who they are and what they can contribute to the conversation. And I think right now we're on a, a better playing field than we were with the representation that is going to be um, helping the people. I, all I care about is the people, the citizens. You know, mm. people are out of work. People want to go back to work. People need help. They need money. They need food. They need somebody to help them with their rent. They need to understand that everybody doesn't have money. And if you thought you had some savings, more than likely you've gone through a lot of that. And if you still got kids to raise and you're trying to figure out how you're going to make ends meet or how you're even going to get to the next month or whatever, that's a lot of pressure yeah. and a lot of stress. So I just think that we we can. We can get through this, but we all have to do it together. And it's going to start with wearing a mask. It still comes back to the mask because <laughs> yeah. if you don't wear a mask, you're not going to have your health and you're not going to be able to 
<clears throat> to effectively be in the community and a part of what we're trying to do to drive change for the positive so that we all can come out of this. I don't want to sit home. I want to mm. go on vacation like everybody else. Yeah. But I understand the importance of what we're doing and why we're doing it. So with um the Georgia turning blue with Stacey Abrams, I'm like, wow, that was like amazing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. A Southern state like that. Yeah. So, you know, regardless of what anybody else might've thought about, whatever, everything that happens, there's a cause and effect. You and I know that, Mike. Mm. So I can't look at this from any perspective, except all of the blood, sweat, and tears that have gone through our ancestors and the things that we've we've experienced in our lives and even that still are ongoing in corporate America and other places. And I ain't going to get into that, but I still think that we need to look at this from a perspective that we want positive change. We want to help people. We want to make a difference. And mm. I, I'm a firm believer. I'm all about everybody getting what they need. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. This, this right now is all about survival. Mm. People are trying to survive. They ain't even trying to thrive. They're trying to survive, man. When you yeah. got to go get in the line for hours to get a bag of food. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that that is kind of like what it is. Yeah. And, and, you know, like when people are put in that survival state of mind, they tend to start breaking stuff to get what they need. So it's that's beyond racism. That's just Mm -hmm. human condition. Right. That's just the human condition. When Mm -hmm. when when there is too little of, of a resource humans mm-hmm. lose their mind and and right. they will do whatever it takes to get that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what I must I want to say one thing. I was watching this young lady. I don't remember her name, but it, what she said was so poignant. She had talked it was after the the riots, the, the George Floyd thing, and they were burning stuff down and robbing stores and stuff and she wasn't doing it. She was talking about what they were doing and she said, "You know, when I really look at this, um it's unfortunate, she said, but we're just tired. And she said, uh, they should not have robbed the places. They shouldn't have done those things. But she said, it's almost like a monopoly game. She said, say we're both playing the game. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it's a white person, and a black person playing the game. So the game is supposed to be fair. Everybody's starting off equal. Okay. And then if the black person starts getting ahead, the other person says, uh, you know what? Uh, no, we're going to upset the board. We're going to start over again, start over again. And so that's what she said it felt like to her being in a poverty stricken community and seeing that no matter how much, um, how many strides they make to get ahead, they always seem to go behind again. And it's like they can't ever come up out of this thing. And it gets frustrating. And she said, when they were robbing the stores, the, the people that were doing it were thinking, well, we'll never be able to shop at a Neiman Marcus. So we'll never be able to shop at whatever the stores are. Mm-hmm. And said, so, or if we go in there, people are walking behind us like you don't belong there, or yeah. you know, we're going to make sure you aren't stealing something. So their mindset, not that it's right or wrong, their mindset was, if I'll never be able to go into an environment like that, then I'm going to go in there this time. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it's not right. But she was explaining it from a perspective as one who lived in that area to understand what people are dealing with. It wasn't even about the stuff per se. Mm. It, it was more so about just feeling like they didn't have a voice and these rich people do and this is their stuff. And we don't, we'll never be able to have what they have or do what they do. And it's like, nobody saw that human life as mattering to anybody. Like a lot of stuff didn't happen. And there's a lot of uh, people who got killed you know, by officers or whoever, and those guys were never indicted or yeah. so, or they never went to jail. So, yeah, it's not really excusing the behavior rather than creating like the empathy within to like see how it could happen. It's like, it's, it's yeah. not right, but, but can right. you see how right. a lifetime of being smashed into the ground and being beaten and, and, and treated unfairly oh. is going to, is going to set you off, especially when That's the moment it. is right, you know, like, mm-hmm. which I'm not saying that and was the right camera. movie. 
and, and on camera and on camera just blatantly the, you know? and people asking them please stop mm-hmm. so so you know and i and i don't even want to stay on this topic but i'm just saying yeah. when you look at all of the parts of that oh lord it's just like your nerve endings are just like yeah. to have seen that person die like that on film that's like crazy yeah james garner same thing i mean this stuff is this is real right this is real it didn't happen only once in a mod I mean, I got nothing. I'm saying yeah. it just kept happening. Oh yeah. my gosh. Remember Sandra Bland? There's a lot of them, buddy. So yeah. when we think about that. It's like people are fed. I will tell you they're fed up. Mm. It's one thing to to learn how to operate and be a productive adult in a society. But then when you start seeing that no matter what you do, no matter what you say, no matter what you believe or how much faith you have, you get that moment that something happens and it just destroys every thought you had about the fabric of this America that we call home. And we love the country. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of us do. You know, so where else I'm going to go? I was born here. I ain't got nowhere to go. My mother's from Germany, but I ain't. Yeah. So I'm staying, cuz. Okay? <laughs> I'm paying taxes since 16 years old. My first job, Mike, I ain't going nowhere. Get mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, me neither. I, I enjoy this country a lot, and uh, exactly. And, uh, and, and I plan to stay, and uh, <laughs> as long as they'll have me, I suppose. Um, we got some questions from the chat here. Uh, the first one, I Wooby, who rated us with his Wooby, uh, asked if you could send your hat, and uh, <laughs> thank you for that ridiculous question. Thank uh, you for liking my hat, Wooby. <laughs> Enough for him to want you to send it to him to the UK at that. Right? You want to pay shipping too? Right. Come on, will we at least offer to pay shipping? <laughs> you have to go over an ocean. Man. You see what I'm saying? Oh my gosh. Where's Wooby at? Where is he? he he's uh he's still here. What is he doing? Uh, he's been talking about food. <laughs> I, I, oh no, what country or state does he live in? Uh, he lives in the UK. Ooh. Oh, he's in the UK. Hi, Wooby. Yeah, Wooby. Wooby's in the UK. DJ Colin. <laughs> he has a dance too. It's called the Wooby dance. And really? Yeah, I'm doing it. Okay, I'm gonna have to look into that, Wooby. Wooby, <laughs> I need you to go get my single though. If I'm gonna learn to go. dance, I gotta go get the that, single. That's a good idea. What, let me drop a. Let me drop another one of those links so you guys can go and. Uh, um, and click on that and go ahead and her yes. new single is out and you can uh go and hang out and click on any of those links and that'll take you to uh take you to her latest which we heard at the mm-hmm. top of the show um nice. so then reina asked uh, did did you always do r&b or did you start with another genre no i actually started with gospel i was always in church since i was 12 years old Damn. and it was so <laughs> Hey. Everybody was asked that, and I will tell you, um, I my producer that helped me with uh write all three of these songs, he actually um has written for so many people, right? It, it stars like celebrities and singers. So um, he would ask me every time I see him, he'd say, "So are you singing?" I'd be like, "Uh, just in church," and he'd be like, "Oh, okay." But he never, you know, forced me or said, "I need you to do this," or "You should try to sing a song." None of that. So it's really interesting how. I started out in church at 12, sang. My first song was a duet with another great singer named Felicia um, at the church. And she was like the choir coordinator. And then from there, we just had a really good time with that. And then stayed in church. And no matter through the years, I've always sang in church. So, um, But I always had this love, this great love to actually sing. I wanted to sing other types of music because I love 
R&B. I love Nora Jones. I love uh, Sarah Bareilles. Like, I love everybody. I sing all their songs. I put them covers all up in my show. What? People be like, who's that song by? I'm like, oh, you don't know Sarah Bareilles. Well, I got to help you out. So, you know, it's like things like that. And I think it's so great when you love all different genres of music, because then you can actually have an appreciation for other things. I don't, and and with my voice being so um, like a bellowing low registry, mm. it was never like when you hear gospel, you know, you always hear a woman who could sing them high notes. Jesus! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, I ain't that chick. I'm gonna tell you right, listen, don't come around here past and talk about, man, I need you to go, no, man, I ain't doing that, Lord, I can't do that. But you know, I used to always try to figure out where was my niche, because mm. my niche was always like, it was something that you wouldn't normally hear. Like nobody singing gospel sound like they're going to sleep. <laughs> but I did find songs. Different choir directors always found great songs for me to sing. But it had to be lower. It had had to be mm-hmm. lower. Mm-hmm. So I I find that um as much as I have a love for uh, gospel music, I have a great love for all other types of music. And um I would definitely say that uh I I don't know. I guess I would say classic. Classic soul is my favorite. I would not say R&B per se, because I do like a lot of R&B music, which is changing. It's evolving in some way, shape, or it's, form. It's getting know? a lot sexier. I'll tell you that. It's getting a lot sexier. <laughs> they are <laughs> they are getting explicit, and I like it. Daniel Caesar, oh my gosh. I fucking love Daniel Caesar. He's, he's amazing. He's Daniel so Caesar good. is amazing. And you know that it's he's, her. He, yeah. yeah, oh my God. Like, he can say... Never mind. I'm not gonna do it because I don't want to be. I he, he. It's just like he makes he makes like cuss words and like you know uh, explicit descriptions of anatomy sound just so beautiful, right? Like, like it's amazing. I, I, amazing. I I just I'm just gonna say it. I'm sorry. Excuse me, Mary. I'm just gonna say it. Pussy wet like an ocean. How does someone make pussy wet like an ocean so beautiful? How Daniel Caesar? That's how. That's how. I tell you, but, uh, at least Caesar. it's a little better than WAP. Oh my okay. God. WAP, there's like. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, that was just stupid, but you know, the kids love it. The kids love it. The kids love it. And I was like, what is this all about? Are you serious? It was, but yeah, you're right. It, it, was, it, it wasn't even really a good song. I mean, I guess it had no. a beat. I mean, if I was in the club dancing and stuff, I would definitely right. be like, all right, I could, I could dance to this. This is danceable. <laughs> But when I put it on because I need to, like, you know, calm down after a long day of oh work, God, no. no. <laughs> that ain't happening. Not with that song. Not, I not, was like, what? Oh, God. It just, it's, you know, like, it sounds gross. It sounds gross. Like, is what. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, one of the things that I love about the type of genres or music that I do in my shows, I always have this thing about wearing um attire that is adorning but also at the same time you want people to feel like you really took your time and put an outfit yeah. together lord have mercy <laughs> don't just come in with any old thing on i have seen it firsthand so i'm saying i know what it's like to and it's important to me because i feel like and i always say this to my audience i feel like you know if you've driven to where i am to a venue so that you can see me perform that is an honor because there's so many other places you could have stopped at along the way before you got to where I am. And I appreciate the fact that they love me enough and and enjoy my music enough that they would want to come and see me. So I want to go the extra mile. Sometimes I'll change my clothes two, three times just to wow them because I want them to feel like, man, Mary, put that together. And then, as I said, when I go and interact with the audience, 
I'll give you, uh, to me, it has to be an experience. Like for you to say, oh, it's my birthday or my anniversary. I'm going to sing to you and serenade you. I'm also going to keep talking about you all night long. Then I'm going to come over to the table and talk to you. Then I'm going to get everybody to sing along. I'm get everybody else to sing with you. Then I'm going to get everybody, y'all going to join in this song. Like we'll do How Deep Is Your Love yeah. and get everybody to sing a chorus of it. But it's fun. It's like an interaction and an experience so that when they leave, they feel good. Like they were a part of something. Not like I sang up here and sang at you. We were all in this together. <laughs> right, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. And that even down to what I wear, I really think it's important because, you know, Nancy Wilson, Phyllis Hyman and others, they always had this glam or grace on stage. And, you know, we've gotten away from that. Yeah. A lot of yeah, women, people don't do yeah, that wop. anymore. <laughs> we've gotten far yeah, exactly. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Oh, my God. I'm like, oh, my God, you got to be kidding me. When at first I was like, what does that mean? I was like, oh, my God, that's so ridiculous. <laughs> But yeah, so when you think about it, there's this is a dying um, kind of a way of, of presenting yourself on a stage, you know, and, and most of the time, if you find women in gowns now, it would be somebody in an orchestra who happens to be coming out and playing with the strings or whatever. You don't find that. And I just tend to love that kind of um, style and, and glam, you know, mm -hmm. that's just my thing. So for me, it's important to, to have that kind of a brand because that's what my brand is. And I'm not going to sacrifice that for anybody else. That's my thing. And I say classic soul because classic soul is like you don't find a lot of people singing about that the same way anymore. Yeah. Like Angie Stone, I think she does some things like that. And Lettucey definitely uh, in her own way. She does something like that. I love her. Um, but a lot of these this is just a younger, newer artist. Uh, but classic soul really has a place, its own place, because think about it. Tina Marie's not here anymore. Luther Vandross isn't here anymore. So many of them and aren't here to perform that music that you just want to give good music. And that's what I pray uh, more than anything, Mike. I really want people to enjoy the music that I put out, that it really, it touches them. And they understand that when I'm singing, I'm not just singing lyrics or just trying to put a song out and say, I got a beat, you know? Yeah. <laughs> For me, it's important to say, yeah. I have this song and I hope that it means something to you because it meant something to me, so. Yeah. Well, I love that. I love that uh, that classic approach to it. And and when you look at like when you see those older those older soul singers come mm -hmm. out and they have they're beautifully dressed or they got sequins yes. on or they all have matching outfits and they're all doing the the moves yes. together and I yes. love it. I love that. I, I really. I mean, I, I I absolutely love that kind of stuff. Um, and and I love that. That I mean, I love what people are doing now with it with that old school because now there's this whole movement of actually capturing recapturing the sounds of mm -hmm. like old school mm -hmm. soul or, right. or 80s R&B or or you know like there's this whole True. movement I mean when you look at Bruno Mars's last album it's all mm -hmm. like throwback 90s 80s 90s like mm -hmm. R&B you know what I mean it was. I, I loved it yeah. I love Bruno Mars and I love 24 Karat Magic that album yeah, is incredible man. it's just mm -hmm. one of my one of my favorites um, so I really enjoy that, and and like Leon mm -hmm. Bridges is great. Yes. He has, uh Raphael Sadiq, uh, like a few years oh, ago, God, did yeah. some wonderful things where they did, and of course Amy. So like there's this whole like reemergence, and even where they go and they record it like they did. I was just talking. Oh, you were there. You were there. Um, I love it when bands or artists do. Um, where they actually uh, go out of their way to capture that sound. And my last guest, who you were there, Dave K Music. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's this old. Uh, uh, he plays like ragtime blues sort of. Uh, yeah, he's music. very good. Was oh, that a banjo? Really... 
Uh, no, that is a guitar, but it has a resonator on it. I forget what it's called. Oh. It's a specific. Oh, wow, because that's a question I asked and nobody answered me. Oh, I'm I was sorry. Like, is, that a, is that a banjo? But I wasn't sure. No, it's a it, it's a it's it's a guitar, but it has like this resonator. So it has like this metal speaker inside of it. It, it like oh, it's wow. literally shaped like a metal speaker that's underneath huh. it. So it really? when he hits it, it, it it makes it sound, but it also gives it that um that that. Uh, that uh, steel metal kind of sound that yes, it's giving. Yes, it did have that sound. Mm. I was like, that's odd because it doesn't sound like a regular right. car. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sometimes chat moves and I miss it sometimes. Oh, no I'm trying to get I better. know that. I'm sure of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No and worries. plus, I'm, I'm operating in a, like a space shuttle. Yeah, you are a one-man <laughs> show, buddy. I understand. But, You're doing a great job, Mike. Oh, well, I appreciate it. But, but like, f- for instance, with Dave, he, his band went into a barn and had three mics, had one mic that, that he uses all the time, which is actually especially made to sound like to capture oh, like that old school yeah and 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 they did it and the album sounds great it sounds like it could have been made in the 19 you know early 1900s and and wow. even I, I think like like even with you like your production sound i love that mm-hmm. that's it, it you almost um what song was it i can't remember what's that maybe I mean, Promise has that sort of that old school vibe to it. And, yeah. Uh-huh. And it's like, so, so like, even, you know, like you, you even embody that in, in your music in such a way. Thank you. Um, what, what was the choice to sort of, was that a choice or were you just sort of, I'm just going with the floor. Was it, a, was it a choice to sort of, uh, to, to have that sound that almost that, mm-hmm. that, that, uh, 90, early nineties, maybe even eighties yeah. sound. I would say it's not with me. It's not even a sound. Mm-hmm. I think it's just whatever happens at the time. Like for instance, um, the first song, the debut single was in love. There's a risk. And mm-hmm. Donald wrote that because I begged him. Donald Robinson. My my, yeah. Donald Robinson, my producer, he begged me. I mean, I begged him to write it. Um, something because again we were friends for all these years and I never asked him I never wanted to record like that but my fan base kept saying when I'd have these shows why don't you have any material that we can buy from you mm-hmm. and I'd say well I really wasn't interested in recording and they'd say oh no we rather have to have like to have something so when I asked him and he was like sure I'll write something he wrote something and then he gave it to me and I sang it and that was it he so mm-hmm. he wrote and produced that one but the promise song came about because I was, it was last summer. I will never forget. It was a beautiful day outside and I was driving back from Haddonfield and this melody came to me. And when I heard the melody, it kept nagging at me. So I took my recorder out and I recorded the melody into it and um, the mic. And then I drove home and then it came to me, promise that you love me, always thinking of me. And I thought, that sounds really good. I said, hmm. And so then as the days wore on, the the song stuck with me and I never really thought about this singing thing like a, I can write or whatever but as the days progressed and that that melody that chorus kept coming back to me I said wow I didn't even record that and it just is in my head so then from there um I got this idea the promise so oh god it'd be about couples or who got married and they um were celebrating them because the problem Mike is that a lot of couples that get married, say, for instance, you've been married months or you've been married a year or you've been married five years. A lot of times they only celebrate outwardly um, your decade anniversaries, you know, what I mean, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, right. you know. And so uh, for me, with all that happened with 2020 and all that stuff. So I just thought it was so important for us to celebrate people who have made the promise. Like if you made the promise that you wanted to be married 
And I mean, no matter what the struggle, the hardships, whatever, and you chose to be in that relationship, that's deep because it's hard. Relationships are hard. Absolutely. So if you make that promise, then mm-hmm. I felt like they deserve to be celebrated. I celebrate everybody everywhere. I don't care how long you've been married. And as I said, I did three weddings uh, over the last summer. So I'm saying no matter if it's with your newlywed or whatever, we wanted to celebrate them. And I have um, uh, the end of the actual music video. There is an outro that has all pictures of couples that got married uh, that I know. So from 55 years straight through newlywed, you'll see couples in this outro of the uh, music video that are just showing their names and then how many years or if they just got married. So, and that's a celebration I did dedicated to everyone who got married, but I couldn't put everybody in it because then we've been there all week. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm running the song underneath. I, I, you can probably hear it. Uh, yeah, I can hear it. But uh, I, I love that idea of, of you made that promise and and, and you stick into it. And yeah. mm-hmm. are you married or do you have a yes, partner? Yes, I've been married for 26 years. Yes. Wow. And and, uh, and 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 I take it the good times have outweighed the bad times. Yes, yes, <laughs> definitely. But it's tough, and yes. you know that's the thing. And I nobody celebrates um, couples that stay together or are together or commit to those vows because you know. And I'm not I'm not even talking about people who've gotten remarried or whatever. It doesn't matter if you made the promise and you made the commitment to the person. Right. That's the thing. You know, too many times you find couples that are together, but they connect. You know what right. I mean? Doing things. But, you know, when you make that commitment to somebody, you make that promise, it really is a great thing to celebrate because we don't have much to celebrate anymore. Think you can't go anywhere. You can't do anything. And when's the last time somebody really said, hey, you've been married for years. That's great. You know what I mean? <laughs> I see no song come out like talk right. about you got married. We're happy for you. Right. Uh, no, I ain't seen it. Okay, right. I deserve one. Yeah. I've been in this game 26 years. Ain't nobody <laughs> gave me. Let me say that again. I said I've been in this game for 26 years and they ain't never gave me nothing to celebrate. <laughs> gave me nothing but grief. That's right. Oh, so no. I need somebody to celebrate me. No. So that's why the song came about. Yeah. And I just want people to know they deserve to be celebrated and appreciated. Oh. And now with losses of relationships everywhere in the last year, we people we didn't even foresee that they were going to be gone. This is like you really should celebrate every moment you have with somebody you love. Period. Yeah, absolutely. And and um, uh, me and my wife have been married for ten years. And it, nice. You know, it, it's it, it's not that long of time, but I mean, we have gone through so much together and wow. so many things. And, and uh, I think that's you. nice. I think it's really nice yeah. that you made a song and, and just in that, just yeah, because it, there's so many times that people just they give up and they just are like yep. you know what it's just not worth it and, yeah, and sometimes it's right. not well sometimes it's not right sometimes some people should sometimes just go <laughs> but sometimes i'll be like look let me go outside for a minute <laughs> you know? yeah, i gotta go get a pack of smokes be right back <laughs> brb uh, yeah but you know it's tough it yeah. is tough and nobody celebrates that when you make the choice to say i'm committed to this thing you know and that's why and all of the people who are in the the couples who i featured are friends of mine oh. so it's not people i don't know these are couples i know right so it's not like you say oh they're models no they're not they're human beings that i know personally throughout my life they've been married from 55 years straight through newlyweds there you go i'm so, honored for that hey 
and 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 that's nice. I'm gonna drop the link to the 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 video that I just was playing, which is just oh, the great. lyric video. So people can go ahead and, and click on that and, and go check it out. But the the actual video video, there's going to be an actual video. Yes, and an that... actual music video. That's coming out on January the 15th, which right. is this Friday. I'm so excited mm-hmm. about. And I think I sent you a trailer that has the actual, um, you would have had a scene of me getting out of the car. Did mm-hmm. you just get that? I, I'm not. Hold on. I, I, I'm, I'm almost sure I missed something. Um, oh. I did put together that slideshow, though. We do have yeah. a slideshow, everybody. I hope you're ready. Nice. <laughs> we, we got a slideshow coming for you. Oh my god! Well, I'm I'm actually just excited to have the slideshow because it's just I get to do more with my stuff, and it's I it's know, fun that's for so me. Wonderful. It's exciting. <laughs> it's just fun to play the with my toys because I'm right. A, I'm a big Hey, nothing baby. like a man being able to play with his toys. Hey. Exactly. All right. I'm, I'm looking for the video so we can yeah, play it for say, people. Uh, should it say trailer? It should say 54 minutes or 50-something 50, 50 minutes. Is it on? I think it's on Donald's page, right? I think he actually mm, has I don't the... think so. Oh, no, it's I don't not. think so. What I sent you, he wouldn't have. Oh, It okay. was a thing with a banner at the top and bottom that says promise with me in the blue dress. And then in the center is the video itself. It's the banner I'm going to put up on Instagram. But oh. you got it here first. You got it. It's a 54. I think it's 54 minutes and it, oh, 54 seconds. I'm sorry. And it would just say promise. Uh, I think it just says promise. It should say. Pro- Let me see. Oh, if I turn this off, you. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, it's OK. All right. Uh, I'm looking through and to see if I can find any of the links. Okay. I, I got all the pictures you sent. Here's mm-hmm. a link. Oh yeah, here. Wait, is this from the Facebook? Is that was it on the Facebook thing? The Facebook. Uh, I don't know now. I think maybe. Phil, um, oh no, this is a this is the Phyllis Hyman tribute. Oh no, not that one. No, but it was safe. It should say 54 seconds or 58 hmm. seconds, something like that. You don't see it. Um. Oh no, no! Let me see. snip it. No, that's the. Okay. Let's oh, I see. see. Uh-huh. Yeah. Was was it with all the pictures you sent? Yeah, uh, my uh, was it separate or with that? Uh, it might have been the one right before that. It might have mm-hmm. been. Uh, I sent one. I sent one thing first. What did I? I sent one email first, and then I said I'm going to send you all the other stuff. So in the first email, I'm not sure. Let me see. Maybe I can go back and see. Oh, modern technology. Look at us. Oh, my. Hold on. <laughs> this, hey, we, we waited to go live to do this, folks. So you guys are yes, getting some exclusive digging through digging through emails live. I'm looking there. I'm looking. I'm a looking and I'm a looking. Hold on. Um, would it be on your YouTube? No. And actually, uh, um, is it on my YouTube? No. Uh, mm. No, I'm gonna have to send it to you. Well, because if you don't have it, I'll send it to you. But I don't, I don't want to screw up our connection. Well, right then now. why don't we, uh, why don't we do this? Why don't we check out the, uh, why don't we check out the slideshow and, uh, okay. and then if we can figure out how to do that, uh, get that Whoa. thing going. Uh, did okay. you send? Did you end up sending it to Raina by chance? No, okay. I, I would have sent everything to you. No problem. No worries. Um, no worries at all. It's yeah. all good. So I can look real fast. If you're gonna run the the slideshow, let me look real fast. Well, okay? I was gonna I was gonna have you. Uh, I was gonna run the slideshow, but I, I was gonna I was hoping that you would talk us through it so we know what, oh, what okay. we're looking at. Oh yeah, hold on, hold on. Let me go back. Hold on. I'm here. 
All right. All right. Hold on. Uh, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give the the. Um, uh, uh, You're so sweet, Mike. I'm, Raina, I'm... you did good. <laughs> the, I, 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 We're going to get him. We're going to get him, Raina. Oh, Lord. She, We're gonna get him. She's shaking her head now. Like, I bet she's just like, <laughs> yeah, right. This, I got stuck with this guy. Oh, uh, just... uh, uh, trailer. Let me see if I can mm -hmm. just search it. Yeah. It may, and and I know I made it live only because I wanted you to be able to have a copy of it because I'm going to put it back on. I'm going to take it off public this after you view it because I don't want anybody to see it until lyric. then. But it was just the trailer. Um, I was looking to see if I... Oh, it, oh okay. I see it. I have it? it. I have it. I have, no, okay, I... that's it. Yeah. Because it's the intro of my first song and then we go into the... Okay. Let me... Uh, let me... Let me, you know what? Let me just do this. I'll just the do it. The man and his toys. The man and his There's toys. There's just too many toys. That's the problem. And I, I don't even know how to All use them, gadgets. right? I'm going to start calling you Inspector Gadget. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, I, I, I got to learn how to use my toys. Thank God I have a wife to show me how to use my toys. Exactly. Uh, uh, let me, boom. Okay. That's what I had to do. I just had to, um. I had to, uh, uh, let me see if I can, no, that's not going to look right. Uh, I had to search it correctly. So let me okay. see if I can actually, okay, we'll do this. Let, give me one second and we're going to change the, we're going to change a couple things and then we'll do the slideshow. And okay. Then, so we'll show this, we're going to show this video right now. And we'll change it here. And uh, we're going to lose Mary just for a second, everybody. But she'll be yeah. right back. She'll be right back. All right. Let's enjoy this video. But there's something in the air. We can Love it. Love it. That was awesome. Thank Everybody give, let's, let's get a round of applause for that. <laughs> I know. That's what I was going to say, Booby. That dude was just straight up checking you out. Just like, <laughs> just no shame in his game. Just like, <laughs> stay awesome, facing awesome. everything. Okay. Uh, that was awesome. Oh. <laughs> Oh, there you go. Yeah, that was Raina. We're doing a Hadouken. Thank you for that Hadouken, Raina Mystique. I appreciate that. Let me uh, let me do some. Let me uh, 
I'm gonna set up this slideshow because uh okay. thank you for those claps as well. Uh so I'll be right back, thank everybody. Appreciate it. I'm gonna set up this slideshow so we can sort of go through here and have um okay. have Mary go through and talk about um, you know, some of her things in the past and yeah, stuff. I thought this was a nice way to sort of present this. So let me okay. figure out how I'm going to well, you know, I know how I'm going okay. to do it. I just gotta Mm -hmm. I just gotta do it. All right. Yeah. Here we go. Okay. And there's that. Oh no! Come on, we're gonna do this. It's gonna happen. I know. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Faith in you, Mike. Oh thank you, God. Mary. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. All right. All right. So now I'm gonna share a screen with you. So be okay. prepared for that. Okay. Then, I actually have it on my phone too, so I can see. Oh, okay, cool. Well, this will give you real time, so you can okay. see it in real time what's going on. And okay. then I'm gonna do this, and boom, and you should be seeing stuff. You see it? Yes, I do. Perfect. That is William Smooth Wardlow. They call him Smooth because he. Uh, oh wait, wait, wait! They can't see it yet, Mary. So oh. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm making it look nice so they can see oh. you and. I'm so happy yeah. about this right now because they're going to be able to see you and the picture and um, and you can see I'm no you just don't even know I was working I was working I was working with very minimal stuff and and just in the last couple shows I, my whole system has upgraded like exponentially so I'm very excited about all of this okay so who is this gentleman you're with here and what's going on that is William Smooth Wardlaw okay. he is someone who does Luther Vandross um performances oh. and he's phenomenal you would not know it wasn't luther oh. if, if nobody told you he's that good hey. and i mean i don't say this lightly he's been performing everywhere so i actually opened for him um that night and i had changed my clothes because i was he, you know i was opening act so of course by the time he got done i was like in regular casual clothes <laughs> but yeah he's a doll baby really 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 nice team really nice team but he's amazing his whole the whole show is amazing you that's a person you really should look into getting he's amazing well i yeah. you when you were talking about your producer donald i was thinking about him yeah. as well you were saying oh, who's yeah, donald worked with sure. absolutely who's donald worked with donald's worked with rochelle farrell phyllis hyman um Oh, oh my wow. God! I knew I wasn't gonna get this right. It's in the bio. That's all I got for you. Okay. No. So many of them out of Philadelphia. The South of Philadelphia is Donald Robinson. Gotcha. So he is one of the ones that is a um a heavy hitter when it comes to that, and he's Grammy nominated. Mm -hmm. So yeah, this is um he he's amazing. He really is, and how he can write a song, and then that you know to take the melody that I gave him from me putting this on a recorder, and then presenting that song. I, the only thing I said to him, I said, I want the song promise to have a mystical kind of dreamy sound. Yeah. Don't you agree it has that? It does. It does. It does. Yeah. And yeah. I said, that's what I wanted. So, and even when you watch the actual official music video, you'll understand it's just to be a dream. It's not like reality. You're wishing or wanting that, mm. you know what I mean? From your, your significant other, your spouse, whatever. So um, yeah, he, he actually came through with that. And then, um, I heard strings and he heard strings. So it was like he put this, what you call a lush string section on the song. And of course, Carl Cox, um, a phenomenal Carl Cox playing saxophone was like tremendous. He did an outstanding yeah, job too. So saxophone. yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. nailed it. No, that, that that's a great song. Uh, just all around great song, production wise Thank and everything. Uh, let's go to the next uh, thing. Okay. Okay, here's here's you with your uh, with your black and white dress. Yes, yeah. I had done a number of photo shoots in 2020, and this was one of them. That is that blue gown, mm. and we just thought it was a nice picture. It was the one we were gonna go with, but we ended up going with the other one for the promise uh, album cover or single cover. Mm. This was the one we were gonna use, but um, I decided on the other one because my head was up. Any other picture. Yeah. Believe it or not, in this picture, it was 90 something degrees Oof. outside. I don't even know how I wasn't sweating. <sighs> but oh my God. It was great. It was it was great. A great day. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, um, oh, I went the wrong way. Hold on. <laughs> By the way, Wooby was saying that this looked like uh some a body hanging over here. <laughs> but thank you, Wooby. Thank you for being thank you for bringing <laughs> violence into so this peaceful place. You. <laughs> okay and then so this i love this hat what's going on with this hat thank you, you i, I um, noticed yeah, that you I, like uh, hats hat. pastor uh a pastor from uh she owns american hats in philadelphia oh, okay. and she actually made my hat she made this she makes most of my hats oh okay but this hat in particular yeah i did a tv performance um in center city philadelphia and uh so some of the songs i did was like a phyllis hyman mini tribute and so we wanted to have one of phyllis's kind of hats that she would wear a Nefertiti kind of look, and mm. this was the hat. So nice. I like what yeah. that was. That's Thank awesome. Uh, and then this is your band. This is my band members. Yeah, some of them are alternates, but uh, I mean, it wasn't the best picture. It's kind of grainy, but it was. Um, that's a lot of them. Um, and some of them are not there in the shot, but uh, this is the ones we had at that day. Yeah, it's. Uh, it, yeah. I mean, it looks like a fine group of fellas there. Yeah, they're wonderful to work with. Seriously, we've been together three years now, so oh, nice. they're they're awesome, really awesome. Whatever I want or ask them to do, they will do it, which is great. With uh, with Donald, uh, when he produces, mm -hmm. does he do most of the tracking himself? Because some of that sounds yes. pretty like real instrumentation. So. Oh yeah. So. Uh, well, we have other uh, musicians that were on it. Randy Bolin and I uh, was on guitar. Uh, Marcus Myers was on drums. And uh, Cedric Napoleon was on bass, I believe. But yeah, so and that's like live musicians normally that he will either have come in or he'll, you know, give them the, the track to mm -hmm. play over top of or whatever. Got but you. yeah, so it's um he works directly with them like that to get mm -hmm. that sound that he's looking for. Gotcha. Uh, because mine ends after I make the song. It's done. I, say, okay, <laughs> I feel you. I, mean, I wrote the words. I sang it. <laughs> right. you, exactly. You go do oh what you got to do. That's how my wife is. <laughs> That's on my way. She's like, look, I wrote it. I sang it. Okay. Right. Make it sound pretty. What else do we have to do? Bring home the bacon and fry it up in a pan, too. <laughs> oh, my God. That was loud. Sorry. Sorry for blasting your ears off there, everybody. Oh uh, okay. So tell me about this picture. What's going on here? Oh, yeah. It was, uh, this was a show I did. Actually, this was the show where we debuted. The song in love there's a risk like we we were telling people we got a song i, I got a song finally y'all can leave me alone say lord mary please come up with a song i actually had a song so at this show i was excited to share that with the audience and the photographer captured that shot and i thought it was a really great shot of me yeah it's you you uh you uh enveloping the spirit there i could see yes, you doing exactly. it yeah oh my god yeah channel it <laughs> And then yeah. this one. Look at this one now. If this isn't oh 90s, I love and I'm loving <laughs> this. Not. The matching jackets and all, right? Ooh, I love so it. This is a close up of me 
with the fierce girl group that I was with when we were with Boys to Men. This was, um, we had done an Essence photo shoot for Essence magazine. Mm. They had the people come in and do all the glam, the makeup, everything. And we ha- had the silk, those were silk jackets back in the day. Oh. And um, we had done a cozo because they were saying, oh my God, Mary, you look like Vanessa Williams. And I thought, no, I don't. But a lot of people said I, I tend to it. look familiar. I look I like her a little it. bit. They could see the resemblance. I can see I it. I can fun. see it. <laughs> well, Wooby says that looked like stained glass. Now, oh, because you... yeah, the jackets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. <laughs> so they're pretty. Would, would, in person. Would you wear, would you wear that these days? No. I, I think I would. I think I would. No, I would wear it now because you know what? Silk is so different now. Mm. Like the silk, that silk back in the day was really good quality. And Straight I think from the worm, right? Yeah, and, and and you know you get a stain on silk. Oh my god! Yeah. So no, nah, no, nah, I wouldn't. Not today. Yeah. Not because it's not nice looking as a jacket, but because I think that I don't silk ain't doing it for me anymore. Right. Well, <laughs> no, you 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 learn what fabrics work with your skin, right? And, exactly. and silk exactly. doesn't work with Mary's skin. No. So no, not. Miss Cross don't is gonna do it to yourself. Yeah. Exactly. No, my wife's the same way. She's like, if it isn't cotton, I'm not really interested. Oh. Give me cotton or give me death. Okay. <laughs> I gotta breathe. This skin gotta breathe, yeah, buddy. Hey, oh my god. Hey, it's a living organism. It has to breathe. Exactly. It has to breathe. Exactly. And then oh, this is the same one we looked at earlier. Okay, uh, so yeah. here's a here's okay, another this one. This is a, a Phyllis Hyman tribute I did when I opened for Eban Brown, who mm. was the voice of the stylistics. Um, he he is amazing. He does all that break up to make up. That's all we mm. do. And uh, I was the opening act. So, of course, I had another attire on that was uh, the gown like Phyllis would wear in uh, one of those Nefertiti hats mm. that had the screen around the edges. But uh, it was a great night. Yeah, really great night. With when the band behind me. When you're touring with Fears, were they, were you guys, you guys were touring with Boys to Men? Yeah, we were touring with them, but we never actually, we, we didn't fulfill our obligations as artists because I left the group. <laughs> oh, what happened? Oh my God, I was blackballed after that. They were pissed off. Oh, I, oh. I don't know if I can say that on camera. Yeah, but, uh, you can yeah. say it. We're, 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 yeah, okay. no, yeah no, I I decided that I wanted to settle down and um, get married. Oh. <laughs> and they, they were not having that. And uh, we had a contract with uh, a lawyer and all that stuff. And it was not good. It wasn't good. But, you know, when you're young, you just think I, I was older than they were, a mm-hmm. little older than them. But and I had won the audition to actually be the voice, the fourth person of the group. Uh-huh. But uh, there were things I didn't care for. For instance, late night, you know, they'd have to reopen up restaurants after we were done touring because, you know, they couldn't the guys couldn't voice men couldn't go out in public like regular people go to the movies right. or go to the restaurant. So they did everything late hours. And then like a lot of times you had these groupies that were always around and then they wanted you to wear provocative clothing um, for engagements, like when everything was over and you meeting and greeting people. And I, that wasn't for me. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. When you're younger or you're hungry, they tend to be more, oh, I'll, I'll do it. Okay. Yeah, whatever. I was like, I ain't got time for this. <laughs> I'm <laughs> in love. I'm in love. I'm like, Get out of here with that. Okay. <laughs> so that's kind of like how I went left. Um... And, uh, it is what it is. So you know, I don't regret it. I don't mm-hmm. regret it. I just think that, you know, it was 
it wasn't good because you know you need the fourth person, especially after you've done all the work to yeah, you know, to go through the auditions and and that. and I, it was it was a great sound. We did a thing for BJ in the morning. We 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 did some great stuff. You know, being from Philly, they played on the fact that we were from Philly. Of course, I was from Jersey, but no one knew that. You know, and the girls were were great. It's just nah, that life is not for everybody, Mike. Right? No, Seriously. I, I, I all seriousness. You know, mm-hmm. and I I knew that I couldn't keep up that facade and it was a facade you're lonely all the time you can't do anything you kind of got to go with the flow when you're in a hotel room mm-hmm. or you're out on a stage or you're doing something and you kind of like at the beck and call the people and they tell you that they're having outfits made you got to wear what they tell you to wear it it, it nah it ain't for everybody no no it's not <laughs> absolutely not yeah. no I, I i hear it all the time it's like i mm-hmm. chose a regular life because that was insane like that's just yeah. this the, you're constantly being shuttled around you know like you True. said you're by yourself you're in hotels you're never in your own bed yeah. you don't you're not you wearing what money. you want you owe them money yeah. for every oh. bit of cash they put out for everything right. from the clothes, the makeup, the wow. glam squad, everything. And you that's a long time for you not be making no money because you got the that's ridiculous. Yeah. Did you so you know the studio time, everything was horrible. Did you um did you did you accrue debt personally from being a part of the band? All four of us did, and that's why for a long time they, you know, I, but I wasn't trying to sing. I mean, I had made up my mind that wasn't what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so <laughs> it was debt for a, a while. Wow. But I guess after a while, the manager decided I'm going to just, you know, because I am paid. Hear me when I tell you I am paid nothing. <laughs> I would pay I, anything either. I, I think we're past whatever that statute of limitations <laughs> yeah. is. And I can say that out loud. But I ain't giving you no money when I ain't did it. Y'all put me in their clothes. I want to be doing that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, it, would, would, it, it's interesting that you. Uh, now, what did you leave the band to marry the the person you're with currently? Uh, no. Well, oh. we were we were planning to get married, but mm. I just knew that I couldn't stay. Well, you no still understood that that wasn't the life for you. Yeah, it, it wasn't no, just wasn't it wasn't just that you were in love. You just realized right. that this was a not the lifestyle right. that you wanted. To not continue at all. With. Yeah. Not at all. You had no life. You're like you said. You're kind of like. You have to do what they tell you to do when they tell you to do it. And you're mm. really up late and midday when everybody else, the stuff they're doing normal times and hours, you're not doing until late night. And right. then to go to a movie theater, have them open it up late after hours or go to a restaurant when everybody mm. else is already gone home. And then they have to cook special food for you guys to eat. That's not fun. Yeah. What the heck? Yeah. I'm like, I want to eat like normal people. And then you go to the hotel and all these girls are, oh my God, the girls. <laughs> Man, they find out. I want to know how they found out what hotel we was at anyway. <laughs> I want to know. I was like, oh my God, you can't even come to the front door. I was like, boy, these some hungry chicks up in this joint. Hey, wait, oh so, and so this God. this was this was when Boys the Men were at their peak that you guys yes. were touring. So yes. yeah. So yeah, they were <laughs> yeah, so they were oh, yeah. they wanted some boys oh, so the they men. Was they was like roaches. I was like, come on now, cut <laughs> how, that out. How well to go to the concert, then you go to the hotel, they find what is that? Come on. <laughs> How was uh how was Boys the Band like the at, at you know the guys themselves they're nice gracious. and this is when Mike Bass was still with them mm. um actually but they were wonderful I mean all being from Philly their moms were wonderful opening their homes to us and we eat over there sometime and things wow. like that so it was a great family kind of environment we'd sit sometime in a hotel and they create music and songs and stuff like 
it was just like you didn't have anybody else. So you all kind of like became a family kind of thing. But uh, we were babies. So you got to remember when we were doing this, we were young and we were trying to figure out what our sound was going to be like. You know, it's a lot of um, production leading up to what they're going to create for Mm -hmm. you. So that's why we didn't actually have our recordings done and all because they were building the brand. Right. Uh, but at the same time, you to get your name out there and have you do things like the radio drops and go to the studios and stuff and be with them was kind of like the promotional kind of thing, which was um, exciting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and for somebody who's young and wants to do that. But it's not for everybody. It's just it's just not. And I think yeah. you got to know more importantly than knowing what you want is knowing what you don't want. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. And, and was that a... Oh, thank you for that follow, uh, Romar, Romari, the voice. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Um, the what, Was that a hard decision for you or was it pretty cut and dry for you? No, I would say uh, when you get into a situation, I think the decision was made for me based upon things that happened. For instance, if people were coming on to me or the outfits, you know, the, the length of the skirts and stuff were, were very short and you know, the stuff they ask you to do, you know, going around people you don't necessarily want to fraternize with, like those things help me make the decision. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be a part of something yeah. that's causing me to have questions about what I really believe in. I was like, this is not for me. Yeah. You know, where the others are like, oh, why don't you just suck it up? Just come on and do it because we try to become this or do this. Right. I was like, well, that ain't for me. Mm-hmm. And so it took me a minute because I love the girls. You know what I mean? I didn't right. necessarily want us to have to go through that situation and knowing all of that was invested in me becoming a member of that, you know, group, but that lifestyle and nobody had told me there was such a thing as that kind of a situation that you'd be put in, in, in the entertainment industry. And I, I don't, I didn't like that. That wasn't for me. It's not for everybody for sure. And I could say, I knew that I didn't feel comfortable when you don't feel comfortable. You got to kind of know it, I, I can't do that. I just yeah. can't. That was it was tough. That would made yeah. it tough because I love the girls. But yeah, yeah, they were mad. I'm sure. <laughs> were you ever put in like a in like like in a like in a bad situation where people were asking things of you that you were like very uh, uncomfortable? No, I think that you know when when you like that and you're young, it's not even um like them asking. I think it's like subliminal messages that yeah. come out of things and they expect you to be like. Oh, there's such a great person. This yeah. person can do this for me. Mm-hmm. I wasn't into that. Yeah. Let me say that again. I wasn't into that. I don't care what you got, where you from, what you I don't care about none of that. <laughs> Treat people right, man. I don't care about none of that stuff that you got. Cause what your you put your pants on one leg at a time, just like mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. And I feel like people are getting sidetracked with who got what? What go in your pocket don't go in mine. So right. in actuality, who cares what you say about whatever? So I think you just have to know who you are and what you want to put up with and tolerate. And that wasn't one of them. And I felt like what kind of person does that or puts a young person in, or kid into situations like that. And you don't even care. You don't really care about them, no. but you want something from them. Yeah. So, but no, I never got that far. I was just like, ah, oh, this ain't for me. Yeah, you just okay. got to know. Yeah. You just got to know. You just got to know. You got to know when yeah, to go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's check out this next picture. Now, who's this? Um, yeah, this is my girlfriend, D. And hey, uh, I just love the dress. That was a nice full length picture of me in that dress. <laughs> yeah, that I just like the dress. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, ah, you. Thank you. Come on now. You know I'm a stylista. Hey. Stylista love the dress, honey. So that dress right there is saying something. I look like two million bucks. Not one, but two. Like, come on. Raymond agreement with me on this one. I love but yeah, it. I, love, I it. love that gown. That's yeah. one of my favorite gowns. And it was such a nice picture. So I thought, oh, goodness, that's well, nice. I appreciate, I appreciate you sharing it. 
Uh, yeah. Are we at the end? Was that everything? That it? I guess so. I guess we, we blew, yeah. I guess we blew Look through them all. Okay. Hi. Mary Cross, how can people get a hold of you? What do you got coming next besides the 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 video drops uh the fifteenth, Friday the fifteenth. Oh, thank you for those claps, mighty mighty. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> You guys can follow me on uh, my my website is marycross.org. My Instagram is to the letter N as in Nancy. S-T-I-R-E to inspire you. You on the end, one letter U. And um, Twitter is Mary Cross Things. And uh, I'm, I'm, you know, if you Google me or you go under YouTube, you'll see all my videos, the ones that I do have uploaded. Um, so when you do the search engine thing, I think I'm the first name that comes up under Mary Cross and some great work there. But uh, yeah, so you guys can find me anywhere in regard to the songs that I have released. And um, it's been exciting. As far as the things I have coming up, I do have some virtual performances. I'm planning one is going to be Valentine's weekend. Hmm. Not sure if we're going to do it Sunday or Saturday. And then I've also been asked to host uh, some kind of a radio television show um i was trying to do it they wanted me to do it on new year's eve but we didn't have enough time so i have to get with the programming director and do that and i'll have to post that and then as i said i have some other shows that are coming up and they're going to be virtual because at this point i don't believe we can do anything between mm. now and may I see. nobody's going to be outside of there but yeah that's pretty much it oh they just they just notified me did, did we find a winner i don't even think we established a winner <laughs> Oh, Did we? oh man! Yeah, that price messed us up. We was like, "What, Sergeant? What? Get out of here!" I know we we got so thrown off. Who won that? Who won that? Uh, oh was that you, Mighty Mighty? Is that why you're saying give it to Saucy? <laughs> Mighty boy, would you put five thousand? Yeah, I think you did win it. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Mighty Mighty, give it to Saucy. What does okay. he know that we don't know? Because that table sucks. That is a terrible table. We're all winners. That's right. You're a very special snowflake. Exactly. We'll be one. And, uh, okay. Well, uh, uh, I, I, how do you like in virtual performances, by the way? I, I, I forgot to ask. I like them. Um, I, I think they're different um, because it's not interaction with people. And I don't, while I'm performing, my assistant would probably be you know, responding to them on the uh, computer or something, but that doesn't help me as far as feedback from my, my uh, audience. So I, I don't mind them. And I've done a few of them, as I said, and they were okay. I have fun regardless, because I'm with my bandmates, but it's just not the same feedback. You know, I just, yeah. but I love it. I do it because I love it. And uh, it works out, but it's not the same. It, it's not the same, but um, for instance, Twitch, um, they have so many talented musical performers on here and mm -hmm. it's just i have i've made so many friends on here and awesome. i mean and i've performed on here with my wife too and mm -hmm. i'm telling you it's 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 about the closest thing you're gonna get like especially yeah, the way yeah. twitch does it i can't mm -hmm. speak for like facebook live and all that that's kind of right. that's kind of not the vibe mm -hmm. here on twitch the vibe mm -hmm. here on twitch is right. like very supportive very positive mm -hmm. nice. you have a lot of people who talk with words like vibes and stuff you know so like so it's a very i i found a very beautiful home here and very wonderful that's community wonderful. here so so if you're ever looking into performing online and really, mm -hmm. you know, really maximizing your reach with it is like Twitch yeah. is probably the way to go. But I, mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm, you know, we'll see. I, I think the world's on the verge of opening back up. So who knows what's yeah. going to happen? Let, let us hope. Let us hope. I do have a question for you. Sure. When please. I was listening to Dave K yesterday, 
I didn't notice any feedback. And that's one of the things we notice when you do StreamYard or YouTube or Facebook with the musicians playing behind. You can sometimes have this feedback or delay. Mm. I didn't hear that when Dave was playing um, yesterday. So is that something that Twitch has mastered? Or oh, no? no. Well, what I was doing was playing videos that Dave had previously recorded. So, oh, okay. So, I thought one of them was a live kind of oh, thing. Oh, yeah. That no, that, that's, his, that's his stream. That was his actual live stream. And, okay. And so what's happening with you, I, I'm not sure because I don't know what your setup is, but mm -hmm. sometimes you have, like like when we were getting set up today, sometimes yeah. two mm -hmm. mics are on, sometimes a mic on the camera's on, and mm -hmm. so it can mm -hmm. pick up like, you know, the drums and yeah. the drum mic too. So like you get mm -hmm. double sounds. Um, yeah. A lot of times, when I first started, I had double voices. I had, everything had oh, doubles. Wow. It drove me nuts. And it turned oh, out all wow. I had to do was just mute some tracks on on the oh, program good. I used. Oh, that's simple. Yeah, yeah, it was a simple fix. But for like five or six episodes, people are like, "Here, I started streaming the show in June, and I mean, uh -huh. it's definitely changed." But it, it just, it was, it was not. Wow. <laughs> it was insane. But it's a learning process. It's streaming music and streaming anything mm -hmm. on on a level, on like a on a professional level. Not to yeah. say that this is professional or anything, but <laughs> but to stream, it, it it takes a lot. It takes some technology. It takes some understanding of that technology. Right. So it was mm -hmm. a long journey. Even though it's only been like yeah. a few months, it feels like uh -huh. it's been years because because dealing with the stress of technology takes years off your mm -hmm. life. So there you go. Yeah. It's, so it feels well, like it was more than it should, but. Exactly. I can understand that for sure. Um, yeah, especially being one who's just learning or getting introduced mm -hmm. to it in such a way that I have a better understanding of it as we go along. Right. Uh, oh, the other thing I meant to tell you is that I am going to be releasing my Love Project album this year. Wonderful. I don't know exactly which month it's going to be, um, but I'm trying to stay consistent in finishing the songs that I'm working on so that I can actually have the project done before the end of the year. That's the plan. But again, it's called the love project okay. because everything I do, I wanted to inspire people and be about, you know, just being something encouraging, you know, people have enough bad news and negative stuff going on in the world. Yeah. So That's wonderful. Yeah. I, I love that you just, you're devoted to like, you know, making people feel comfortable at your show, making people feel wanted, you know, like it's, just, yes. it's, it's a very good vibe to have. And, to project out in a world that needs that vibe right now. So exactly. Mary oh Cross, God. thank you so much for coming on the show. It was thank an absolute joy to chat. Me. And um and and as the love project uh you start getting ready to um set the release and stuff, please keep me in mind. Mm -hmm. And because I'd love to have you back Certainly. on to help promote and do what love I can. It. And I'd love to play a song on the show too. So Oh, Just wonderful. keep me in mind when you're when you're about to release that, and uh, we'll make I it happen. Will. I will. Thanks. It's Wubin. been a pleasure. Seriously, I appreciate you and Raina. And don't forget, we got something coming in for you, buddy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Raina, I've been talking to you, girl. You know the deal. All <laughs> right, guys. No, pleasure. I enjoyed speaking with you. I enjoyed chatting oh. with um, the the audience members, and uh, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. I'm, I'm looking forward to having my folks who wanted to join who probably are not aware that they had to join mm, that yes. uh, they'll probably watch the show thereafter so which i definitely. can send you this is immediately available so and it's very okay, easily great. shareable the link is very i, I can awesome. send you a link as soon as we're done here so that's great that's mary great. cross thank you so much thank you
Thank you so much, Mary. I truly appreciate you coming on the show and sharing your story, your truth, your your yourself with us for a couple hours. It was it was truly uh, just a treat. Uh, you can find Mary at marycross.org. Uh, again, make sure you go and watch her premiere this Friday of her latest single, Promise, which is available now on all streaming services. But this Friday, January 15, 2021, uh, Mary Cross will be dropping her, 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 her premiere video for the single. So, I'm excited. You should be too. If you're listening to this anytime past that day or even on Friday, go check the the show notes and there'll be a direct link for it. I'll make sure I update the show notes for you guys. So once it's available, I'll I'll make sure that it's in the show notes so it's easily findable for you guys to go and click on. So there you go. Okay, go follow Mary Cross. Give her some love. You can also find RainaMystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com. Go check her out. She's on Twitch as well. I'm on Twitch. We are all on Twitch. Everybody, I guess, is on Twitch now. <laughs> that's not true. Most people don't know what Twitch is, and that's fine. I, you will. You will know what Twitch is. Trust me. <laughs> it's happening. This shit's going down like that. Or maybe not. Maybe it won't, but I'm guessing it will. <laughs> It's it's pretty it's pretty awesome. Um, go find me on Twitch twitch.tv slash We Speak English Good. We're streaming twice a week, and again, I'm telling you guys every time now for, for from here and in, until eternity. Come to the Twitch stream. Come to the live stream. If you like the show, please come on over. Come say hi. Come come on. Let's do it. Let, let's hang out. Let, let, let's let, let's make some love digitally with words. Not like real love, like not like making, not like sex. Okay, listen, come hang out. That'll be great. Write the show if you like. We speak at we speak English good at gmail.com. And uh, again, the the leave a review thing, the like, the like us on Facebook and the reviews on you know the podcast things and and you can do all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I'm done. I'm rambling. I am. I'm, I'm getting. It's getting late right now so i um i just got done doing like a four hour marathon of homeschool so i think i'm gonna go and not relax but at least continue working on the podcast so i can work on a bunch of crap actually i'm working on getting stuff together for cypher deluxe for friday so that's what i'm trying to get together right now so all right all right guys I don't know who's coming up. I think Maroni Silva, Maroni Silva is coming up. And he is a uh, uh, ex-Mormon who is, or no, not ex-Mormon. I'm not sure if he's still Mormon. I don't think he's Mormon. I don't think he's that Mormon. I don't know. It's been a while since he's been on the show. So I, um, I can't remember what we even talked about. Uh, anyways, he's pretty awesome. He has his... He has a solo project that he's doing, and um, he's out of Utah, and he used to be on drugs, and he took ayahuasca, and now he's <laughs> drug-free, so that's good, and we're going to talk to him. So that's this Friday, I believe, on the podcast stream, and of course, Thursday, uh, Friday, this Friday, on the stream itself, on the Twitch stream, we have Matt Suarez, we have uh, Orca Stereo, we have Geico Music, and Big Chili Chill all have been on the show before and we're gonna get together with a clash of minds and just talk and just do what i always do anyways just 
chat. All right, guys. Be good to your fellow human beings. HJs for everybody. Be well. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.